This is a Final Show Films actual play. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films actual play of Space Cowboys. And this is going to be episode 16. Uh, and uh, today we're not uh, we're not doing a normal thing, but I'll get to that in a moment because we not are actual final play. <laughs> not, this is a not actual play. We are final show films, and we produce a wide variety of content every week. If you'd like to see it, go to our website at finalshowfilms.com. And if you'd like to help support us in making more, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com/fsfilms. And I am John, and I am your GM. Uh, with me today is Zagrog. Hi, I'm Sangrog, and I normally play Titus Dargatus, the Torian soldier. And that mic, it, that mic really does sound so much better. <laughs> uh huh. That's good to hear. Uh, and Corvus. That's good. To hear. I'm Corvus, and I normally play Connor Kane, the human infiltrator. And Antitonic. I am Antitonic, and I am not playing Samantha Simons, human engineer. <laughs> and Navarin. Yep, I'm Navarin. I've been playing Rotan Yus, the Drill Vanguard. And today we're doing something a little different. This is uh, something I've been, for a number of reasons, uh, this is something that I've been wanting to do uh, throughout the thing because, uh, as a refresher, Space Cowboys is a playtest of a Mass Effect conversion. And with that, you know, after each session, after each session off the mics, uh, effectively, we've been doing feedback and sort of getting, getting, you know, basically giving me feedback, uh, brainstorming ideas to improve the system and, uh, you know, get it, get it to where, get it to a level that we want it to be at. It's still not, I, I would say it's 75, 80% complete. Um, but uh, it's 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 right there, and this is a really good spot to do sort of a feedback session, which is what this is going to be. Uh, and you guys get to hear basically our process for uh, uh, modifying, enhancing, uh, repairing issues with the playtest, with the mechanics, so that we can sort of fine-tune it and get it to a place where we want it to be. Uh, we're doing this for a number of reasons, uh, the biggest one being my lower jaw is killing me. Um, because wisdom teeth suck, and I haven't had mine out yet, and I really don't want to get them out, and it'll pass. But anyways, um, so we will start with we're going to start with talking about previous iterations, uh, not where we're at now. We're gonna we're gonna build up to that, but uh. we 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 started off with um using Dragon Age system because I the Fancy Age system was not out yet when I was making this, um. And so I, we, we were sort of starting a, a foot back, I would say, um, with Dragon Age. And, and in the very first couple of episodes, we were, we were still trying to sort of get the feel for the system, get the feel for the world. Um, what do you guys think about the very first iteration, the, if, if you can think back that far, the very first form that the system took? It was... Um, it had... Issues like this, 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 this uh, the evolu uh, the fancy edge still has issues, but it's certainly reduced some. Mainly, like the I think the uh, the main thing I remember being being different, and I'm not sure there is I'm, there might not be much else, but clearly the attribute system changed notably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there's a thing. Um, 
uh, there's a thing in uh, role playing tabletop role playing games called multiple ability dependency. Um, uh, my character, like in uh, the previous iteration of the game, was super powerful because I had like two abilities that mattered, and that was it. Um, I it was willpower and um, biotics. Biotics, yeah, uh, and so that meant I had. Free like um, free levels because you you level up in the system you put you have primary attributes at one level and secondary at a different at the at the off level. So I I could be, I could be like right I want willpower willpower uh, biotics biotics uh, what else I don't need anything else uh, solid have let's dexterity let's just get dexterity make myself really hard to hit as well because um, it basically meant that I didn't have to put points into uh, other things. The converse just... part with that. Oh, I could, oh, I that was nice. like a complete munchkin. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the the fighters especially, I think. Also, I mean, I oh yeah, we we weren't as powerful especially. because you 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 had the the biotics thing, which I'm sure we'll get to. But yeah, the like fighters, especially myself, every single level was effectively putting a an effective point on my damage, a, a point think, or points yeah, to my damage. Range of that, range of that was. in that system. I'm pretty like, sure the fact that, soldier was way better than my my biotic. It's possible, but your biotics were a little overpowered for a, for a period there as well. But yeah, no, like every like under the current system, the the levels where you have when I where you have to put something in a, in a non primary attribute are actually kind of difficult, and I end up putting it all intelligence because that eventually turns into damage. But it's it actually is an off level, whereas under the old system, it was like every single time I would be leveling up something useful, and that was yeah, kind because- of. Dexterity like it was wasn't the one point that you needed. It's really yeah. more. It also tied into dexterity being the the stat, the stat. best yeah. thing to get. Yeah. Like everyone it was, wanted it. It was two hit. It was speed. It was defense. And if I had been in, if I oh, if I'd been an infiltrator under that system, it would have been like all my roleplay stuff as well. So that yeah. would have been ridiculous. Yeah, there's a bunch of useful skills under dexterity in addition to being initiative, defense, and ranged attacking all under that one stat. How it was absurd. How did Sam, Sam play? Uh, the yeah. Um, I can't really remember much of a difference. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you were probably the most similar because your abilities are the most uh, were and still are the most kind of. Um, Static location dependent. Like, uh, if there's say a turret in the area, you can take control of it and things. But otherwise, you're just like, I debuff people. Change. I don't think the system. Yeah, yeah the, I don't think the, the system changed. The the the, the engineer. So the 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 engineer in both systems has been really a support class. Has been a, uh, uh, and it was designed to be. It was designed to be support and utility. Um. And I, I, f- I feel like support and utility kind of remain the same across the board, which is, is sort of nice. But Mechanically, I, I don't think the engineer changed like at all with the system change. I'd really like to see, um, even at low levels, uh, the engineer get some sort of combat drone like in Mass Effect, because I think that would be a really cool thing for them to do. Like They could basically be a support type pet class if they had something like that. And a combat drone spin. great, because you don't have to care if so I spent most of her time just uh, overloading or incinerating things, and that was yeah, exactly. basically it. Well, also, like also, hacking, so. also, Sam ended up being your primary, like sort of the face of the group. So, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. She had the high communications, mm-hmm. and, and and in those early in the early, in the 
the missions we were doing in those early times, there was a lot of robots, which made the hacking really useful as well. So yep. it became I, I'm still important. Sorry, but having to be the face of the face of the group. Yeah, you still yeah. are. Yeah, I think that's true. Uh, well. Still got the highest communications. Okay. Well, okay. So, um, how are you? <laughs> so, uh, we we start the, the the system started off with some some rough rough parts, and, and it's a lot of a lot of it has to do with that was the very first iteration of the playtest. Um, things like you know biotics having its own stat. Uh, the biotic willpower. The, the weird thing where willpower wasn't really all that useful in Dragon Age. It, it was it was useful. Oh, yeah. for, one thing, and that was it, really. Um, well, and, and then sort of dex dexterity, for, yeah. as dexterity being a super stat. Um, as we, one of the big challenges that I faced with the original build was creating the multiple classes because Dragon and uh, Dragon Age and Fantasy Age as well only have only has three classes: Fighter, Mage, Rogue, and I had to split those up into six classes. Um. Effectively, what I ended up doing was I had there were three classes that were one to one copies of those original three classes, which were soldier, infiltrator, and adept. Um, the soldier was a straight one to one uh, comparison with the fighter. The uh, infiltrator was the rogue, and the um, adept was the mage. I then had to pull back and make the engineer, sentinel, and vanguard. And what I did was I took aspects of the mage and aspects of the fighter and combined them using taking some cues from the uh, from the uh, taking some cues from the um, what's it called the sword mage class, um, and uh, made a sort of a hybrid of the two for the vanguard, really focusing down on the vanguard being a up close and personal melee class. Um, uh, it, actually it, had, it had shotguns. It had uh, unarmed. It had bonuses to unarmed abilities. So it was designed and, and melee attacks. It was designed to get up close and personal. Um, then I'm then with the sentinel. I sort of took the aspects of the rogue and mage, sort of an arcane trickster type class, and combined them. But with a focus on defense, because in 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 the universe, the Sentinel is meant to be a more defensive class. Um, so it gets bonuses to armor, it gets bonuses to defense, it has access to defensive biotic abilities and access to uh, defensive tech abilities. Um, and uh, then with the engineer, I made an off mage. Um, basically, I took a, I took. A whole bunch of the mage's abilities swapped out biotic powers for unique support effects, um, things like medic, things like over overload and incinerate, um, and sort of made them designed to be uh, designed them to be a constant buff and debuff machine. Um, that was the original thought process behind the design. Uh, you sound like you wanted to say something, Navarro. Hmm? No? Oh, I was just talking about the, um... Uh, I've already said myself about Engineer. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wanted... So, yeah. that, that, was my, that was my original thought process behind the classes. What did you guys think of the, the differentiation of the, of the classes? Okay, so, uh, as for... I don't know if there's much, very much... Well, okay, I should say about the Soldier class, because... Is this the old class, system or the new system? Old. 
still watch Tom I think Nook. we're still right. The uh, Soldier Cast is interesting in that it's not. It might not be uh, readily obvious that the Soldier Cast is intended to be more a, uh, a defensive tank. Uh, but the fact is that it, the numerous uh, weapon archetypes that uh, they master apply well to a ranged attacker, I think. Because a tank, uh, a defensive tank is more about grabbing a shield and getting a weapon and not really swapping out of that. Well, like, the, you don't really uh, need w- sorry, want to the, swap the, out the, if you are going on defense. The soldier can uh, be built want, in a yeah. lot of ways. Like it can be soldier in a, a multitude of different ways in uh, yeah both you systems. can but the but the primary attribute secondary attribute system uh, wants you to focus on some things and uh, being defensive is easier to do than uh, might be easier to do yeah o- of course this ties into the decks being a, a super stat and that uh, makes you want to make ranged attackers rather than melee characters but. Yeah, and because especially Dex being the defensive stat, uh, the doing yeah, yeah. you know contributing directly to defense, but also to your offense if you're range. I think that makes might just be range tank. <laughs> it sort of yeah, it sort of makes. I think that's probably an artifact of of Dragon Age, the Dragon Age system being mostly being a medieval fantasy style system originally, and expecting you to be melee and like the ranged weapons not being that great whereas the weapons we had as i understand it were translations of uh melee weapons yeah. like your, your in weapon head. in particular the assault yeah. rifle was a straight one-to-one conversion of uh like the big two-handed sword i think yeah yeah so, that majorly so, changes things exactly so, so like because you can't what i did with you, you, you what, what i did with the weapons just just to add this in so the listeners know um in the first build, uh, I, I I made all the weapons, and I I basically did one to one translations of certain of, of certain abilities. The actually the assault rifle was um, uh, there were a, there were a variety of different assault rifles. One of them, I think, the one that that Corvus was using was the the great sword one to one. Um, yeah, it was the three yeah. six. Yeah, but but basically, I, I just took all the melee weapons, translated them into ranged weapons, gave them different names and different types, and slapped them in. So there right, were a ton of ranged weapons. So that's and that's and that's I think what I I think I've mentioned this I've mentioned this in previous feedbacks where I was like this kind of feels like there's something weird going on and I've just sort of put my finger on it is and that's what made dexterity such a super stat because. Under the in Dragon Age, my understanding would be that the melee, the ranged weapons would kind of be crap compared to melee weapons in terms of the amount of damage you can do and things like that. So if you wanted yeah. to put all your points in Dex, that's fine. That gives you the speed and the defense. But the only thing you're boosting is your ranged attack, and your ranged attacks aren't as good because the weapons just aren't there. Whereas the primary tank they just would be move strength. Whereas whereas we've effectively written a system where the ranged character is throwing great swords. So. Yeah. And it's like, okay. it's like, yeah, you get all that cool defense for being like a you know slippery sort of character, but you also have the damage that a, a you know a fighter is doing up up close and personal. Well, it's, now now Dex it's probably yeah, where yeah. that came from. So remembering that perception was the damage stat, but yeah, definitely um, perception was damage, and that that but that's the that's where it's like the off stats. But like yeah. Dex, as we were talking about, it's just so much of everything. Whereas, yeah, getting back yeah. to uh, the. Differentiation of the classes. Uh, the 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 uh, in the hybrid classes that uh, the three new ones. I think 
they were pretty successful. I mean, the Vanguard finds uh, nice places being uh, as, a, as a character that is specifically meant to be off close and personal. And uh, and as someone who likes to play fighter characters in d and I do appreciate that I do have... I do pay attention to the fact that it gets access to all the neat stuff that mages do. I'm, which, uh, well, let's uh, let's just say it's not all a, g- a good thing. Like, but uh, uh, it is great for that Vanguard character, or or rather, all the characters that have access to those white powers is great for them. Uh, anyways, I, I, I want to say the old system um, earlier or differently. I would have been a Vanguard, um, but. I, my original plan was so different to what happened. Uh, then the uh, the engineer seemed quite successful, also. Like it definitely seems different from the others. Like the abil- abil- abilities seem different, and it does. Uh, yeah, the engineer uh, does is like definitely stands out from the others. So, like the Vanguard does that too by being uh, intended for melee attacking and getting uh, and. Making a biotic who is really all about getting close, which is interesting when you combine it with uh, neurotic powers that might want to be used from range. Um, what is the one I'm missing? Sentinel. Yeah, if you want to make. Um, yeah, that's harder for me to say because none of us played a Sentinel or I'd that kind of play. character, really. I'd love huh? to have played a Sentinel. They looked really yeah. fun. Yeah, so kind of hard to say, but I guess the ability to make uh, uh, like a supportive defensive character, then uh, yeah, hard to say because it's not really being tested. No, we'd we'd have to uh, like make Sentinel and see how it plays in the group. But the ones, yeah, I think the engineer, at least both the engineer and uh, uh, Vanguard seem quite successful as new new and uh, interesting classes like that stand out from the it, others. It, interestingly, the Sentinel's the only class that hasn't been played. Yeah, I, I think, yep. I, I wonder if that is, is like a, a, a built on from what I was saying about how Building this on the previous system has left some artifacts and causes some problems, but these those three classes are effectively made from nothing and have maybe made maybe with more consideration, like actually having to build them from scratch as opposed to just translating them. Yeah. They don't bring over those artifacts, which means they're more designed with the system as it's built now in mind or as it was built then Could in be. mind. I'm not, but I'm not I, sure because I, I don't know the exact process they, they would have went through in the actual development before we got no, to them. That's, so that's fair. They they definitely require a lot more thought. What put me off uh, Sentinel is um, one of its like major ability at level three being based on grenades, uh, and I was like, oh, if it's a grenade, then I'll have to keep buying grenades all the time, and that's going to be really annoying. Oh yeah, lift grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't like a class that relies on uh, buying stuff all the time. How for the, for the people who actually know anything about Mass Effect, I don't. Mm. How do you know? How well have do you think all the classes uh, feel? Like how close do they feel to the, what you, they be when you're playing the video games? I'm not oh, sure uh, about. I'm thinking. Uh, I I'm thinking of the assassin as uh, the infiltrator. Once uh, you can make an infiltrator as a melee or ranged attacker, but the problem I think the 
I'm not sure if this was already in the uh, Dragon Age system, but the assassin uh, specialization with its death mark ability is restricted to being at 10 yards, which is really awkward for... And a lot of its abilities revolve around death mark. So it's really There's awkward for ranged attackers. Yeah, also in the game, uh, Infiltrator is uh, tech slash... Um, guns, so... Yeah, good point. Uh, I would expect, um, like in a one-to-one conversion of the game to this, I would expect the Infiltrator to have more sort of techie abilities. That, but that's that might... Part, part of that is me. There is actually uh, a talent. You do, I, get, I get the... T- I got the technology. There's like a... I can do technology while invisible and a few other things that sort of um, uh, encourage that, and I just don't really use them so much because you, like, I... Because the system kind of, with, with the limited number of well, actions, yeah. with the limited number of actions, I tend to think, well, it's probably just better off me firing a gun right, yeah. a lot of the time, so or, or going invisible. So it's, I haven't just, I really haven't um, used them that much, but oh, okay. there there is some stuff in the, at least well, in that, the new version, I'm not sure about the old version. Yeah. Because it, like that, that's relevant because it means that um, you feel like it's better to do, to play the class one way. Um, in particular. Well, and, and that that may also stem from the fact that we have an engineer who's typically doing the tech yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, it, like, yeah. It, no, it, definitely, it definitely does help that there is an engineer doing like the overload and stuff like that anyway, and so I don't have to worry about that, whereas I might be more inclined, I guess, if we haven't didn't have that, especially if we're running into things that were hard to hit. But I, it may also just be that, that my character was a soldier, and so I'm kind of still trying to play that sort of continuation of being a very gun-heavy character, so... And also, for my part, in the old system with biotics, um, I'm surprised how well it worked, because my I ended up... My initial plan was, oh, I'll make a support-type mage who will protect the group, give them cover, and heal people. But on that first mission um, that we went on, uh, I my character decided that he wanted to go up close and punch a lot of people and found that it worked pretty well. So he continued to punch people and he turned into somewhat of a, of a thing of his character. So um, I ended I up not I... taking the support abilities I was going to and took stuff that let me punch people harder in the face. I do. I do. That's actually something I was just thinking about before, how much that first mission influenced all of us, all of our characters. Because... Well, we have, yes, a, we have a mission where it's full of robots, so Sam gets to do her thing. Um, you, uh, one, you tried out punching, and two, uh, you immediately had your whole that whole slaver thing going. Yeah. Like, so you now you had a, you had a a, a role play excuse for getting right up in there and well, that, that was that was that well. wasn't an excuse. That was that literally was really why cool, I started I playing the character like that. Like because oh, no, no, that's. What I mean is that like, that is a that was that gave you a reason to keep doing it even like where maybe it wouldn't have been in character for you to be punching things, but it was like clearly yeah. it was, so you did. Which is so you're like, funny. well, I guess I'll keep punching things. Which is funny because um, then I ended up in a a, a room full of um, ammunition crates, <laughs> and I was yeah, just like, was... hang on. What the like in character? I didn't care because I didn't know. But in my head, I'm like, what? What is he thinking? He's he's seen me going in and punching everyone, and he's seen <laughs> that this these these are the people that my character hates, and they're Actually, standing no, in a room full of ammo. <laughs> Does he think I'm not going to go in there? Because I'm going in there. 
that was the other thing that I think about that first mission uh, and just generally the early couple of episodes of the way things were set up. Um, well, I don't think the maps were really had been sort of nailed down, like the spacing and the, you know, the, the ranges and things like that. Cause I think yeah. uh, John, I think you were, you had planned on doing it very much, much more, um, as you said, uh, theater of the theater mind of the and mind. stuff like that. Yeah. And so when we got in there, the, the ranges were a bit off and things like that, which, which cascaded into the uh, biotic abilities being ridiculous. Which was also a case of having to, I presume, make up what the effect would be of slamming somebody into a wall on so, the fly. Yeah, so what happened there is that um, Sensaka decided that uh, when I pulled people, because you can, in the games, bending, pull, and, and throw around corners is a big, is a big part of it. Um, but he decided that when I pulled people into walls, they would take 1d6 damage for every meter that they were pulled, and I always pulled them at least my willpower, which was like five. Yeah, it's like, but also, like I said, that we also figured out there was things like walls probably shouldn't have been as close as they were in some cases. Things should have been, you know, a little bit more yeah. wide, widespread. And yeah, and that sort of presumably making that up on the fly of going, yeah, that makes sense. Like it's as if they were falling into a wall, right? And yes. yeah, it kind of the turned out to, part turned you, out to be the part uh, where you pulled, I, uh, pulled the stalactite <laughs> from the ceiling. That oh, was yeah, awesome. That was fun. That was, was cool. I enjoyed doing that. That was fully on board with that one. That was a stalactite dropping on someone's head to do damage, which is a classic. You know, you're in a cave. Oh, I wonder what I can do in here, like D and D style thing. And yeah. that 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 made more sense than um, a guy is two meters from a wall. I pull him five meters, so he takes three d six of damage when he hits the wall. Well, because I that's mean, how far it, he's it got kinda, to go. It, it depends on how uh, how you how you think of it. If you think of it as them accelerating over the over the distance. It kind of makes sense, but if you think of it, it does, as giving them like a punch, just, just an impulse of energy, and then they slow down over time, then depends on what's like. What do, you, do you do it based on how far they've already gone or how far they would they, have gone? They do actually mm. slow down over time, but um, so that's why I built my character in that specific way, where I took the power that gives um, <coughs> pull an AOE effect, and that's how I kill three people on the ship in one yeah. in one attack because it was ridiculous. <laughs> And it's kind of, and like I said, it all sort of cascades from this this first mission where it was a little, things were a bit looser that has you know resulted in a bunch of character traits of some of our characters being emphasised and us rolling with them, which is you know how you do that, right? Because you, you you learn your character, yeah. you're like, oh, my character likes punching. I guess I'll keep doing that. That's cool. That's yeah. how you play your character, especially when you're like starting a character and you don't really know how you want to play it. Mm. So it's also cool, but it's just in, it's interesting to think how much that first mission really, uh, you know, fo- changed potentially like guided some of the character it's choices. The Vanguard now, but um, hmm. I was also I was I was kind of annoyed when um, we changed uh, the way that worked because I built my character around it, and then it wasn't like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, um, but it still remained. So uh, yeah. talking about talking about biotics. Um, in the original Dragon Age system, magic spells are individual abilities. They're individual spells that you, t- you take and learn, similar to D and D. And so I had to translate certain abilities into 
biotic abilities. And when I was making the biotic abilities, I was going strictly based off of the abilities that we knew they had in the games. I was limiting myself to just what you know, just what was on the wiki, basically, and and trying to translate those one to one as best as possible. Um, and that ended up that ended up making some 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 weird things with you know with the, the throw and pull doing additional damage when you hit the wall. My thinking being, uh, my thinking being, yeah, well, you are propelling them a certain amount of space. They don't slow down until they basically in the game they go really fast from the throw to a certain point. And and the, then at that point they slow down and they they return to normal gravity affecting them, um, and so my thinking was that space between point A and point B fr from the launch point to where gravity starts affecting them normally again would be the distance that you throw them, um, and so they have accelerated. It's basically it's the same thing as if is if you were mass accelerating a bullet or mass accelerating a ship. You know, there's like this this set amount of distance and speed that they're going to have until the mass effect field no longer affects them. So, while you're accelerating something at you're you're accelerating something at x at x percentage of speed of light uh, into a wall, um, <laughs> you know, it's going to have something's going to happen. So my my well, that idea makes is sense. It's just it, it made me way too good compared to the rest yeah. of the group. Um, yeah, and and also in a, in a weird way where it was like you were way overpowered until you ran out of points, and then you were yeah, that's the other thing I to talk about because under the old system, I mean, it's the same. It's technically the same under the system, but under the old system, uh, biotics in the games, biotics can just cast and cast and cast and cast and cast and do whatever. Like that's their yeah, that's their attack. It's like firing a gun for them. But in the old system, I was like, "Oh man, I can't use I can't use any of my abilities. I've just got to, you know, hold on to them, and uh, I might need them later. And uh, now I've run out, and now I'm basically useless. So oh, I, I can't play my character anymore. Really, really I'm just going to like, watch. That's very like old school mage mana yeah. sort of thing, isn't it? Or like like old school D and D having yeah. spells you can only cast, like one yeah, preparing spell, spells like and only casting a couple of spells, but they're but they're ridiculous. Like, and I, I would, I never played in those, but I understand well, like mages were super powerful, but very limited sometimes. After so. the first mission, it didn't really matter so much. In fact, since after, at no point once since the first mission ended, have I ever been in danger of running out of mana. That's um, a problem. It only, it only mattered for that first level, and at that first level, it was like a real impediment. After that, it's just like meh, whatever. Don't care. Just use whatever spell. A, I'm wearing armor, so I'm adding two to the cost of my spells. I'm still not running out. That's a problematic system. Like it might still be balanced, but it seems like the system might be better off not using mana as a resource. It does some relevant things like mana burning or such effects that might exist, but. It's but fine like, for mages. Uh, I don't think personally it makes a lot of sense for biotics. So the justification that I use in, from a design perspective is biotics get tired, um, and that uh, biotic points and aren't necessarily they're not like mana. Uh, it's not it's not the fuel it's not the fuel for the biotic ability. It's your personal fuel because and, and this is this is supported in world in world using biotics is stressful on men, both physically and mentally um and it's things like like uh, uh um caden gets headaches and you know when he overuses his biotics he, he start there's that, that's because he that, has shitty implants i mean that's that's because he has shitty implants but it's also because he's using so much power 
his implants his implants are are a, a, a older version but because they don't have the safeties that more modern implants do he's able to crank up the the amount of power that he can get to ridiculous yeah. levels um, and it's also because of how he was um how that's, he was given that's also biotics. because he's a human and humans have to have implants to use it everybody else it's sort of a natural thing and it is it is still tied to exhaustion. Uh, it's it's still tied to you know mental and physical stress, uh, and there... the and because there are they show Asari straining after a while of, of holding barriers. Um, they show people straining, uh, you know, while using abilities. Jack does not. Jack has a newer implant, and so Jack doesn't get headaches, but she could still only hold while while infiltrating the collector base. She could still only hold that barrier for an amount of time. And well, she was so, moving so, very. So she was moving very slowly while holding it, um, and the and as the, same, and yeah, the more the more she used it, the slower and slower she. You know, eventually she was just crawling, um, because the longer you hold it, the more stress you have, the more physical stress you you're undergoing. Um, so that was my justification. That, that actually, from a sorry, that that doesn't happen if you um. Uh, she doesn't. If you if you do, I can't remember what it is. There's a certain. Um, it's like on her loyalty mission or something. Or if you get her a particular implant, yeah, it's a research implant. If you get her that, she does. The, she takes on Samara's animations, and she doesn't end up crawling. No, but Samara also ends up moving slower, though. Yeah, she's yeah, not slower, really. She's that's... not really crawling, but she's she's still straining. Like they're, yeah, yeah, Samara they're, they're all, does it too. Samara's that does also it. straining. Like I get yeah, the flavored that... explanation, but that still doesn't mean it has to be done through this kind of MP system. Yeah, like there could be other ways of representing uh, well, stress effects. For, for for instance, mechanically, like I'm actually fine. Like yeah. when I run out of biotic power, I'm totally I get no downside. I just run up and punch things instead of you know using throw. Yeah. Um, especially, in fact, actually, especially now I'm a vanguard because uh, in the new system, uh, biotic charge doesn't cost me any MP, so I can just do that forever. Neither does Nova. So it's um, it's a it's, it feel it felt a lot like an a very artificial limit on yeah. my character for the first mission, uh, and it it was it was not as 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 fun. I don't think is as yeah. Um, I think yeah. I, I it creates unfun moments. Yeah. If I were making a like a completely unique system and and and, and not using anything as a base, I probably wouldn't include uh, a mana point system. Um, it would probably be more tied to your health or something. I'm not. I'm not 100. Like like yeah. I might try adding variants to it. Yeah, the the fantasy age and and and, mass, and dragon age systems seem to be very uh, susceptible to that whole. Oh, I've got no ammo. I better be careful how often I shoot um, and like scavenge for ammo. And then I think after two three missions, we we had like two hundred thermal clips each or yeah. something ridiculous. Yeah, um, and it's just that thing of. It's fine in RPGs to like have a limited resources for your players. Like it gives them an impetus to do things like buy, you know, buy more ammo and um, scavenge bodies and what have you. But at a certain point, it just becomes pointless tracking it. Yeah, it's really yeah, hard to balance those numbers. 
Yeah, that's that is something I noticed. Like I I I listen to a po- another podcast that's is uh, I think it's fourth edition D and D, and they either they edit it out because it is an edited one, um, or they just don't bother with like rations or ammo. Basically, like it came up in one episode where somebody had noted they had one arrow, and it kind of became a joke. Because, but nobody's ever—it's never mentioned that anybody else ever has any ammo. Um, and I think that is partially just because it's—it's it's not. You know, the assumption is if you're if you're anywhere near civilization, you can get more, um, and you can like stock up every time you need to stock up. And it's, it's not deliberately ignored because it's a, such a pain to be tracking yeah, that, those numbers. Like, yeah, that's oh, what I mean. That's like, thing, in, yeah, within, that's in, in world, you can you, you can argue it away as they can always just keep keep on top of it. And for a podcast where people are listening to it, it's just tedious to keep track of it. And for, it for does, players themselves as well. It does get the problem with like it makes some classes less desirable to have. Like uh, if you've got, say, if you're an adventuring party in in D anD D or whatever, and you've got a ranger in your group, then he can or she can find. Um, food out in the wild so you can like extend your rations and they can help you you know travel through terrain and stuff but if you're not if you're just hand waving that stuff and like not doing it then that that person sat there like oh i wanted to do the thing that I'm yeah that, yeah no i actually i actually enjoy i actually enjoy the sort of at least both listening to and, and playing um the 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 sort of small minutia of, a, of an adventuring party i enjoy you know yeah. figuring out figuring out how are we going to eat for the next two weeks? How, I think the, you know, the only out of arrows, we do? Food. The time it I, did come up was um, when they went explicitly like we are going out of civilization. They went off into like the mountains for a particular quest. And like works. you need to, you need to have rations. You need to have cold weather gear. You need to have like how many ropes do you have? All that sort of stuff. Whereas pres- the presumption was for the rest of the camp for most of the other campaigners, they are moving from like populated town to town. It's mo- it was. You know, aside from the combat, it was a lot more politics and stuff. There's a lot of talking to people. I usually like so, to focus more on the story elements of things than the yeah. uh, what you call boring <laughs> spreadsheet management stuff. Well, like most the, people the, would, would the call big, it. The thing is, though, when you that affects the story. Because yeah, if you, well, if you, uh, if you have if you have five arrows left, your archer suddenly has some interesting choices to make. Story right, wise. that's that's if the, the Spider Man thing. If you right? have it's... one day of rations left, you know you have you have some interesting choices to make. It's, so. That's just, that was that's an interesting. It, it came up when people. Uh oh. Uh oh. Corvus's mic just died. Anyway, uh, it's not his mic that died. It's his internet. Oh, mo- mo- moving moving away from talking about other podcasts. Um, yeah. Let uh let's let's get back. So. Talking about survive, actually limited resources. Actually, um, we uh, I I tried to, and I don't think I did it very successfully. I tried to implement a uh, sort of a, a limited a limited resource functionality into this world, where uh, you know you guys had you keep track of your ammo, keep track of your fuel, keep track of your food, um, and I, I feel like one of the big things is I I especially talking about fuel. I translated the price of fuel directly from the price to feed a horse. Um, <laughs> like, like, yeah, it was like, how how much does it cost for a day of food for the horse? This much. Okay, that's how much it'll cost for, you know, extrapolating it out, you know, <laughs> percentages gold to copper-wise. Uh, that's how much it'll cost to put fuel in the ship. 
Um, you know, uh, how much does it cost to for for a day of rations? That's how much it'll cost, you know, per person per for for food for the ship to stock it up. Um, mm. That and, was immediately uh, apparent that that was not a planned thing yeah. because we were yeah. earning we were earning very you know low amounts of credits, like enough to buy. Uh, the gear that we wanted, and, we, and that was—I was like, we were like, oh yeah, okay, this this is working, this is good, you know, we're, we're all on board with the, this current economy, and then suddenly we had to start paying for fuel for our ship, and it was like eight to ten times the price of anything we'd bought up to that point. We were yeah. we, none of us had enough money to cover it. We were like, oh god, how did <laughs> fuel for the ship suddenly become more expensive than the last six jobs we pulled? Yeah, for one jump. Is my mic better now? Yeah, yeah, we can hear. Yeah, you're fine now. Okay. Um. So, so yeah, there's, there's, uh, there was, there, there, that was not planned. That was something that was like, oh yeah, I forgot I need to be doing this thing because I want it to be a, a, a space cowboy like situation where you are trying to live day to day on a spaceship. It is different. It, it definitely has the potential to, like, we're almost stranded, as you were saying. There's a lot of okay. What, what I was trying to say before my mic died was not about another podcast, but. In Spider-Man, Spider-Man's mechanical web shooters were pretty much only a plot point for, oh no, he's run out of web yeah. stuff yeah. To, for its dramatic tension. And whereas, like, when they did the movie and it's like, we have to cram all this in two hours, just give him the fucking mechanical, the biological ones. We don't have time. We don't need to make that tension. There's plenty of other crap to go on. Yeah. And so, yeah, in, in this case, we're just like, there's the potential to be all the tension about you know, running out of fuel, running out of food, all those things. But there's also the potential for it to be re- we spend an hour working out what job to take because <laughs> we need to make the money to do it and carefully calculating the number of jumps per, yeah. um, you know, credit and things like that, which yeah. I thought, which, like, I appreciate that in a, as playing games because I'm the sort of person who plays Civilization and XCOM and these things where it's like I'm being very precise about what I'm doing and, like, management sims and stuff like that but i don't know yeah, how those well are computer games for, where the math gets I, I simplified be, i would yeah. be more on board with that if we weren't recording this like i'd be yeah. much yeah. more interested if i wasn't worried about having to make that you know at least semi uh, engaging for other people yeah yeah and i don't know how you simplify it well i don't know how you keep the tension while simultaneously simplifying it unless you basically edit it out or or deal with it outside of the game um and maybe just and basically only pointed out that you're out of fuel or whatever later. But I mean, the fact that we're now mostly earning our money from fighting jobs because it's like, yes, okay, we have this many jumps left, but the way we're earning it is not calculating jumps, jump efficiency for transferring cargo, but rather we get to go shoot some things, which is always exciting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a certain amount of there's a certain amount of issue with with some some acts some some bits of the translation, um, that I think would be solved if it was its own system rather than relying on. The, 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 the Have we moved on to the new system now? By the way, because this is all stuff about the new system. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and shift up to the new system because uh, about I want to say six episodes six or seven episodes in, uh, I actually got a chance to to, to interact with the Fantasy Age system, um, and. 
but was able to see areas where it was actually much better, much more well designed, where they had fixed some of the gremlins with the dragon system, and and at that point, I decided that I was going to uh, update the the conversion for Fantasy Age. And in the update, I did away with a lot of the things that I had in the original, a lot of the, the the chaff, a lot of the bulk from the original uh, the original conversion. I eliminated all of the weapons that I had made, uh, basically saying, you know, we'll just use the Fantasy Age weapons because they've got the ability to add the powered status. So you have that futuristic sci-fi version of the weapon. Um, and it also mm. had, you know, uh, with with Titans of Grave Vault, they also had blaster weapons. So all of our ranged weapons suddenly became one category of weapon rather than all categories of weapons. Um, I actually really liked the uh, the variants in weapons that you had before. I thought it was a shame that they all became the same weapon, essentially. Yeah, they. Uh, why are you saying that they they became variant? Now everything is a blaster. What? Yeah. No, no, a wi- wider variety of weapons in that they have swords and staffs and maces and 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 and, and yeah. blasters and other things. Not... Yeah, but those well, are less variety of ranged done. weapons, wider variety of weapons overall. Interestingly, the ranged weapons still do more damage. I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, I'm not sure that's supposed to have changed, but the ranged weapons are what deal the damage in this game rather than the melee weapons. That that's probably just correct. I mean, with the ch- stats changed, it's well, probably fine. But that is a thing. You um, haven't seen uh, a melee um, rogue or infiltrator, whatever you want to describe it as. You yeah. haven't seen one of them. Oh yeah, you can do stuff with those. But I mean, I'm just looking at the raw numbers on the weapons. Um, oh yeah. So. I would say they have a higher average of damage, not necessarily are better at damage, because they they don't have, uh, you know, a lot of the melee weapons, especially powered melee weapons, tend to get really good modifiers, uh, like a power. Uh, like a plus a, like, three. A plus three is less than a d six. Uh, a plus three is average with a d six. It's yeah. Well, plus average. plus a, a plus three is technically better than a d six because you're guaranteeing two d six plus three is guaranteeing a three on that third dice all the time. Rather than it's rather than it's a point five difference in expected value and 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 there is a variance that fa- and then there's the variance of yeah but the also, six, someone, also someone anyway, six, which is a considerable difference also for instance like with uh, with the two handed with the two handed hammer that the Krogan were using uh, the two handed hammer has a two d two d six plus three uh, but when it's a powered hammer it's two d six plus five okay plus strength on top of that. So, it 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 uh, the, yeah, the stats, the, stats are better to be ignored yeah. because you can get stats for ranged attacks as well. Yeah, but the 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 melee weapon melee weapons tend to, on average, deal more damage. Um, they don't they don't have they don't have as high a damage potential as ranged weapons do as as the blasters do, but they do on average. I do admit more that the range the the range, melee weapons that people tend to use when they're meleeing are of the good kind and when people are firing uh ranged weapons they don't have as quality guns as the melee guys have uh, there for their melee weapons yeah so the, 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 the interesting there's a balance Connor there is that he's actually pretty much always using his um his rifle almost in melee range anyway because of the uh yeah, extra bonuses again I found in the age systems. Mm. There is no downside to firing at melee range. Yep. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up earlier. Which that's interesting. May, well, I mean, and that's one of the things that always confused me is like when you have like like with a bow and arrow. Yeah, I can understand having a disadvantage being within arm's reach. 
But with a blaster, with a gun or something like that, it never made sense to have a penalty to point-blank range. I think it really? does make sense, actually. You fight with I, a gun at point-blank range, I will I will show you the disadvantage. No, yeah. it absolutely is. You're, you're moving at a greater, um, let me, like, let, arc let, speed. Let me, point you, let me point you to every Western ever where somebody gets shot in the gut at point-blank range. <laughs> So I mean that that's different. Like if you've got an assault rifle at point blank range and a pistol, they're they're a little bit different. It's still difficult to use a pistol at point blank range. I feel like yeah, a pistol a can be used at point blank range, but it but still, you would I think the it's reasonable reasonable to expect a difference. Put it this way: if you want, if someone is pointing a gun at you uh, in a situation, you want you're actually better off being at point blank range with them than you are being further away. Yep. Up to a certain point, yeah, and that's I, well, I guess yeah, like a, a lot of systems. Distance, you know, obviously, a lot of systems use have like minimum ranges, or like you know, you're in a range where you're too far away to be shooting them accurately, but then there are and ones the, where you're too close the thing to be. That we talked about earlier, um, where even though you're not moving, we, this was off, off off recording, but even though you're not moving in these systems, you're still you know yeah. acting. That's what the disadvantage is. It's the disadvantage is the person is you know interfering with your attacks. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that, that, that's fair. By, by, I, it was just in my head. Point blank is putting the gun against your head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but if I put it against D &D, my head, I'm going to slap it. D and D, I think, doesn't have doesn't have a disadvantage, but uh, melee, uh, ranged attacks within melee range trigger opportunity attacks, which incidentally is another thing we don't have in the system, which is also interesting, but I guess yeah, that is very interesting. arguable. But yeah, they were in, in last session. Yeah, that's true. We were just like moving in and out of the yeah. groups of people. We can freely yeah, run, like, run loops around people without any uh, any effect. Yeah. Well, it's especially interesting for me because I can charge one person, turn around and charge someone else without any you know downsides. Well, I mean, you can only charge one Yeah. It helps Zagrog getting in the way of people and stuff. Yeah, well, the next round. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's actually it makes Zagrog's job more difficult, but mine easier. Yeah. It doesn't really make Zagrog's yeah, job more it, difficult because he can move to where he's needed. Well, uh, no, it, it I mean, does if we're I, in an open I can't field. feel choke like I need an actual choke point to be holding off an area. Yeah. If there there is ever a space next to me then i'm you i'm basically useless they just run yeah. right past me for you example need like a taunt or something. Against, the battle against the yeah. lurkers there is a taunt ability but the, it's quite hard uh, um in the in the on the farm on the field uh, we had to all um like line up to create enough space to to stop yeah. the the things from yeah but that's because uh, they were large sized and, and even yeah, then yeah, and, that, and that's the only reason we could do that even though uh, it didn't because, work because they burrowed like, so yeah, but, yeah. Know, but like that was an, that was extra. That we we were making it harder for them by positioning ourselves rather than it just being yeah. Zagrog stands there and gets attacked. They did plenty of walking around. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think and, and to be honest, it's probably not come up as much. Or I don't, I don't know. I, I, like the fact that we mostly stay at range is probably why it's either come up when it has or not come up before. Sort of like that changes. How you do things. when you like if you're in melee range, you just stay in melee range. range. Well, I, when you say st when we are mostly our range, that sounds interesting because you want to get up to ten, up close I to ten now. yards to use your mark for death. <laughs> I am melee. I, I do, melee. What? I know. 
we've moved to the new system, but I'm uh, sorry, I'm still thinking sort of about the, uh, my old like standing back and shooting. Yeah. Like, there's 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 not really any position. There, there was sort of a lot less positioning until I be, was an am an, an infiltrator because we all just sort of stand back and shoot at things, except for um, uh, uh, Rotan punching stuff, basically. Um, which is interesting, but I guess on the same, I guess you, it's sort of the same in, in a melee-based system where you're just like, once you get up in, into combat, you mostly just stay there because if you move around, you get, you get hit. But it does mean you can sort of prevent them from getting to the other ranged people. You can like, yeah, you can do what yeah, we did with you the can bugs. Yourself. Yeah. But yeah. whereas in this system, it's like, well, everybody's ranged, so we all just stand back and shoot at each other, and even the melee ones can just move straight past. So you can attack yeah. the weaker. Our members with it, basically no consequence. It basically does just mean that you can go where you like on the battlefield, and it makes battlefield control one of those very difficult things to achieve in this system. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll take battlefield this control point is difficult, to explain. But, and that, that's that's also why I, I made specific special specializations that are designed for battlefield control because it is it is mm. quite difficult. Um, is that are oh, those uh, like mostly in the Sentinel? Because I haven't, I haven't really looked at that. Yet. Uh, the Sentinel, sit, yeah, the Sentinel has several. The Sentinel has several battlefield control uh, specializations. Uh, the Vanguard has one. Um, the Soldier, I think all. The, I think all the classes have one. That is, except for the Adept, maybe that has. That what does the Soldier have? Uh, soldier has um, like bat, uh, that is a battlefield commander thing where they they sort of uh, uh, affect other people's roles basically. Okay. Um, is my battlefield control thing trying to knock people down? Uh, no, Vanguard's is the, the champion. The, oh, uh, the specialization, right. Yeah, specialization. So let's talk about specializations, actually, for a second. Um, so uh, Fantasy Age and Dragon Age uh, both have an, a thing where uh, you can... So they, in addition to the standard classes, each class has a number of specializations that they take at certain levels that give them access to new abilities. Uh, and these are meant to uh, sort of even further uh, deviate and, and differentiate the, the classes from one another and, and uh, individual aspects of those classes from one another. So that, you know, two people playing a fighter can be playing a fighter in very different ways. And then two people playing a fighter in different ways can then, play, then, can then play a fighter in even further different ways with these specializations. Um, I, I had to come up with four specializations for each class. It was a personal challenge for me. Um, and because there are six classes, uh, six times four is a lot of specializations. Um, and, uh, I only had, I had a much smaller base to base them off of. Uh, some of them, like the assassin, are the assassin and the marksman are one-to-one -one translations. Other ones I had to come up with entirely. Things like the guardian and the juggernaut. Um, and so these, uh, that what they do is they give you access to a talent tree that gives you a knowledge tree and a master ability. And I tried very hard to balance them so that some of them, some of them were really good early and then had utility later. Some of them had utility early and then were really good and then were really good later. Um, some of them were just sort of middling utility all the way through. Some of them were really good all the way through, but they were harder to get a hold of. Um, let's, let's 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 talk about the sort of your your opinions on specializations as a whole, and then on on the ones that that, that we have here that I've made. Oh, well, I think the thing that okay, so looking at it from the infiltrator, because I didn't we hadn't we hadn't got as far as specializations under the old system. Like they were they were coming up when we. 
changed over, and then we all of a sudden we had them because the XP, uh, the levels changed a bit, and we jumped a couple of levels. Well, and, um, and because uh, you in Fantasy Age you get specializations at level three. Yeah, so so we we got we jumped into having specializations sort of all of a sudden when we had been looking at them and whatnot. Under the old system, they it looked like looking at them coming up. It looked like there was a bit more options in terms of the ones that were available were all kind of available fairly fairly achievable by the level you got them at. Mm-hmm. Whereas the ones under the new system all seemed, at least for the infiltrator, all se- there seems you have to specialize really hard to getting yep. to get some of them. Some of them are literally impossible to get at the level you first get them at, which is fine. That's reasonable. Um, but some of them were also were like this requires you to have put every point and every you know every time you got a spare point and every time you got a spare um, focus you had to put them in these certain things if you wanted to get it and not and they weren't uh, ability points or specialized uh, or focuses that I would have picked otherwise and, or, or like building building my character to play mechanically the way that I wanted it to play in combat basically cut off a couple of them, which didn't seem like... And, and that seemed like they wouldn't be unreasonable choices even with that type of thing. But I, again, it's sort of... Part of that is not seeing it ahead of time. Although I built the Infiltrator from scratch when we changed the system, so I could have, you know, I could have put everything into getting to one of those. But it's... Actually, I actually kind of like them because the ones that are... The Assassin was really easy to get, which is... Perfectly, which is fine. And then, like, there's one that's really, really hard, and then there's another two which basically are kind of in the middle, but I have to kind of pick one or the other. I won't be able to get both. And that all seems reasonable. That all seems like a good way to do it. It's, like, a little bit annoying sometimes we're looking at one of these things going, I really wish I could get that right now, but, yeah. No, I, I, I like, at least for the Infiltrator, um... Uh, I, I like that it kind of. I think one of them's like very com- one of those two that are. I have to pick one is like one very combat oriented, and the other one is a bit more um, role play oriented. And I kind of have to put points into stuff that I would otherwise not likely put points into, which is, I guess, kind of the point, isn't it? To guide the characters. Maybe for my part, um, because of all all the biotic well. The vast majority of biotic ones for every biotic class. Um, see, I haven't looked too much into Sentinel stuff, but most of the ones um, that have uh, some sort of specialization involving a biotic class, uh, I don't. Th- in fact, I don't think Sentinels get affected by this at all. But um, some of them, for example, uh, Nemesis and Phoenix and. Uh, <laughs> Pure biotic. Um, they affect uh, also. Oh, um, yeah, they affect uh, particular abilities, like particular biotic ability sets. So, like distortion abilities or um, electromagnetism abilities or energy abilities or whatever. They are. Yeah, en- energy abilities. Um, and in order to take those specializations, there's no point taking them if you don't have those talents. Well, you, you, Which you kind can't of felt... take them if you don't have those talents. Exactly, yeah. So you need to get... You're like, right, well, I'm going to specialize in uh, in this specialization, which means I need to get these talents. And there's a lot of, of 
of talents. Like there's a lot of biotic things, um, and I feel like having specialisations which you have to take, which are a, a mandatory thing. Having specialisations which uh, lock you into t like one of those didn't seem like the greatest idea in such a, a varied system. So you're saying having to specialise for your specialisations feels wrong? Uh, yes. I'm saying that um, having two specialisations out of the set of whatever that require you to have a particular biotic ability and having others that don't means that um, it's not really... It's not a meaningful choice that you're making about the character. It's just, do I have this ability? Okay, I do. Then I make it better with this specialisation. Or do I not have this ability? Okay, I don't. Well, then I don't make it better with this ability. I'll pick something else instead. Yeah, and I suppose it makes it less flexible. I'm, uh, I might have missed some of those things, but I mean, I mean, if there are there's a low number of abilities that you learn, then it severely limits what you uh, your options. Yeah, and then there's uh, even more sort of hyper-specialized stuff like uh, Slayer for Vanguard, which is just the, I think it's the translation of the Sword Mage um, uh, in, from the Fantasy Age system, which is uh, you get good with swords, which, um, you know, for my part, because I was a punchy biotic, was... It's not really relevant to me, but if it if I if I was a, a vanguard that used weapons, then I don't know what weapons I'd already be using, but I'd probably have used one of my weapon trainings to get it, so that wouldn't be particularly relevant anyway. Yeah, so Slayer is a is a is a is is the sword mage from Fantasy Edge, um, and uh, is is it suffers is... from being. Like you've already made that class exist. It's that that is a vanguard. Vanguard yeah. is Slayer. So having the specialization of Slayer, like doesn't. Well, it makes it. But the idea is that it makes it even better for you than than it would normally. Like you can you can have a sword and be a sword vanguard, um, but with with the Slayer ability added onto it, you're even you're you're uh, like a Slayer vanguard is better with a sword than a normal vanguard would be. Is the idea? Mm, I mean that that gives the that gives the player the choice. Like, do I want to put points into strength now, uh, um, and then have that be basically useless when I get Slayer spec, or do I want to save up and be a bit, you know, a bit worse for the first few levels and wait till I get Slayer and then use my willpower? Like, it's 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 giving them hard choices that don't contribute to uh, like their character in the long run. Uh, if you can get into Slayer early on, I don't see why you'd... Yeah, you can, uh, Slayer's one of the ones you can get at level 3. Yeah. You can get into it early, so you won't have that trouble of avoiding yeah, strength. Like, you've only had two... Like, you've had one level to up your off ability. Mm. So, it's not like... Because like, strength <laughs> is a primary ability for vanguards. So you don't even have to make that choice ever before you before you have the ability to take Slayer. I'm also not a, not a fan of their master ability um, being based on stunt points uh, because everyone like compared to some of the other ones that just doesn't seem very good. Stunt abilities as specializations can be can be really powerful. I don't know. I think that's, yeah. I think that that like being able to hit somebody with a sword and then if you stunt hitting them, you know, being able to immediately use a biotic skill afterwards, I think that's pretty 
powerful, actually. It, it seems it's quite powerful, you're, yeah. You're hitting, you're hitting, doing damage with the sword, and then immediately spending four stunt points, not to add additional damage to the thing, but then to turn around and, let's say, uh, use lightning bolt. So it's like slash lightning bolt, or slash... What does lightning bolt do? Uh, lightning bolt uh, does 2d6 penetrating damage to a single target. Hmm. So slash with your sword, which does let's say two d six plus four, um, or two d six plus six, depending on your 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 modifiers. Um, yeah. And then immediately turning around and doing another two d six plus six or five with lightning bolt that's penetrating. That's actually really yeah. good. That's why it's a master ability. I mean, I guess it's just. Uh... It's, I, I, I don't I don't uh, as my my personal thing I don't like stunt points being um, class features I guess. You know the, I, I I don't mind I, I I don't mind that because it gives you access to even more stunts gives you more things to do when you stunt. I like that having having played the sharp having played a sharpshooter and enjoying the wonderful thing that is volley. <laughs> I fully, I am fully aware of how lovely additional options for stunting would be. They just need to be powerful for them to be exciting. Yeah. Anyway, so um, for my my character, I took the destroyer um, specialization because it was the only one I could get. Um, you could have you could have gotten Slayer. I could have gotten Slayer, but it was totally irrelevant to me. Because I don't use swords. And the uh, with 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 Vanguard Phoenix and um, the the Phoenix Vanguard and the uh, what's the other one? Um, the Phoenix Vanguard was meant is meant to be a, your second. If you're if you're gonna take it, it's meant to be like so unless you super specialize, it's meant to be your second uh, specialization. Um, you could have also taken Champion, like like Champion uh, Champion. Champion requires a communications. Stat. I have a minus two. Oh well, in that case, yeah. So the 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 Vanguard has four specializations: Champion, Destroyer, Slayer, and Phoenix. And of the four, Phoenix is the only one that's difficult to get for your first one. Also, I don't actually have a. a I wait. Uh, communication and strength are not stats that I put a great deal into because they're not relevant to me. Yeah. Um. Champion is a cha champion is a um, uh, sort of an, is also a battlefield control uh, thing, so not everybody wants that. And champion champion sort of a champion's more of a utility specialization for vanguards. Destroyer <laughs> destroyer is the DPS. Uh, destroyer and Slayer are the DPS things. Champions more utility, and, and Phoenix is more, also more utility. So. Yeah, I mean, and we also we also changed the way Destroyer works because I was running into people and then sending them flying backwards. Yeah, yeah, so I had to do that. Um, um, so, which um, was not the opposite of what I wanted to do as as a vanguard. Antitonic. Let's have you talk about some some specializations for a bit because it's been mostly uh, Corvus, Zagrog, oh, and Varn yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan of trying to interrupt people. Um, specializations. So. I'm just trying to see like what I could have taken uh, when I was applicable for it. Um, I think the only thing I couldn't have done was the, um, the saboteur, I think. Because otherwise everything else was ready well, to I go. No, saboteurs good. Yeah, demolisher is probably what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, that's like basically 
yeah, it needs a master talent at the very least. So, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of my build choices is more about character than like any stats or abilities or anything. So I, I'm not sure how much of a, an input I could give. What do you think? What do you just think about uh, comparing having, having played an engineer now and, and mm. knowing pretty much how they handle, what do you think about their specialization, what their specializations offer? Like the, the, sab the saboteur, the, the, the demolisher, the ace and the mechanic. The ace seems like fairly specific. Like obviously, it's for piloting and like uh, space combat and and the like. So that might not come up as much. Yeah, it suffers so, from that. Yeah. And I mean, just having a look at it, it's like it. It. I think it might need to do more. Yeah, like depends on the GM about the the ace is really a lot a lot depends on the GM play and it's a problem it's problematic because uh it's really it it can be kind of a one man show for the ace it it's not exactly but the ace is the one wanting to do space combat because his abilities are useful there it's driver syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. It happens in every game where there's a driver. Uh, you get really, really good when you're in your vehicle, but when you're not in your vehicle, you're kind of, yeah. you know, not as, as hyper specialized as the other people who aren't. Um, so you always want to be in your vehicle. You could actually combine it with um, uh, the mechanic. Hmm. Have them pilot the mech. Yeah, uh, and you just want to go that. mechanic first and then ace. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, uh, I think I was looking at it like from day one. I had the character in mind, more or less. Yeah. So I was. I can I was see that. Focusing, focusing on the ace, like from the go. Yeah. That I kind of assumed that. <laughs> well, I think as long as, as long as we have the opportunity to take advantage of the fact that we have a ship and things like that in how we like approach a mission, things like that, it can we we can it can be good to have something, even though it's like yeah, sure, when we get into combat, it's not actually doing anything. The fact that we maybe have an opportunity to be like, well, you we'll go in and flush them out, and then you can sit in the back with them you know, the ship and shoot them or something like that, you know, it's sort of a, um, as long as we have, have the ability to, as long as we have a lot of freedom, we can try to, try to manipulate situations into working, into playing to our, into our advantages. And that might another be hole in the small moon. <laughs> like, I, yeah, it's, I get, but I, I also guess, like you mentioned, um, Rangers being able to hunt food and stuff like that, and where it's like, but if you don't have to do that, they become it's kind of useless. But it's like, yeah, but they're, they're just less just, good. Less, well, less good. Well, I mean, yeah, but Sam's like Sam does other stuff, but her piloting stuff is is really good. It's just that when we're not doing, I guess, you know, maybe we just try to try to find opportunities to use that more often. If that's if if it's feeling like we don't take advantage of the fact that she's an ace or whatever? Well, we're talking about the system here more than we're talking about our game, um, which okay. means that we're looking for uh, a way to make this um, 
more universal for everyone that was to potentially play the game. Like we. Um, okay. We well, I mean, I think so that Ace is a desirable class to take, even if you you're not convinced that it'll come up all that often. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Like I, I guess it's just it, it only it, it it only works as long as if if we have the opportunity to take advantage of it. Is I guess what I'm saying within the context of the. Like the system as a whole, like so clearly at the, at the very, that at wouldn't the, work if we were trapped on a planet. So, so the the very least amount of effectiveness that the ace has, it can be used with the mechanics mech. Like if nothing else, if if you never get a ship, if you never get a fighter, if you never get a tank, if you never get a truck, if you never get a car, that's still very specific. The very least you can use it with the mechanics with the mechanics mech. So again, I would suggest something yeah. like a, a drone companion that it would affect, or somehow we could look into that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe there's... if the we took the suggestion of having the engineer get a small, like have a separate class ability that that he that he wouldn't need to go go into mechanic to have such a uh, such an aid and have the ace interact with that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I feel like it, it might if, we're gonna make make Ace, if we're going to make Ace work well with mechanics, then it's basically saying, right, you can play an engineer that does these two things or these other two things. Well, what, what, another option would be no point putting them individually. Putting Ace as one of the the ones you literally cannot get at an early level. Like there aren't enough points, there aren't enough focuses in in time for you to get it. Like I couldn't get the Infiltrator um, Shadow. Uh, pretty much no matter how I built my character, unless I rolled really high on on decks, I think. I think in um, Mass Effect, you want your characters to be able to take the piloting specialization because it's a big thing in in, in sci-fi games. Yeah, like, yeah, but it, I mean, it, it's it's, un, it's also un, it, it is unreasonable for a Mass Effect game to say you'll never pilot a ship. Like no, but I'm so, but I'm saying maybe that's a, that's, that's all it's already a thing that you're working that your character doesn't start with and that you're working towards. I'm just saying maybe that's something within the system that maybe it needs to be worked towards for longer before it becomes a thing. And like, it's, it's a thing that has higher requirements. So you're almost certainly solution. going to have picked up the mechanic first. It's probably not the optimal one for, um, for like a game system. Like it's, maybe, it's, it's a, maybe a quick not. It, it is, and it, but I mean, I I think the re- the other reason I think that it would also work is one, you'll have picked up mechanic, probably have picked up mechanic first, and two, if if somebody else is running this system, it's possible that you're not like it's. I think it's more likely that you're going to have the option to you're going to have more options at later levels when you're like, now I have a ship, now I have access to vehicles and things like this where you maybe don't have those in early levels. So it's kind of more of a not letting people screw themselves up by picking that specialization early. What's that, Zach? I don't, yeah, I noticed as I was looking up, as I had haven't hadn't decided what to do with uh, Titus's next specialization yet, and I realized that I'm not sure what I want from these. And the same might come up with an engineer build where you take your first specialization, which is not an ace, and then you're kind. I'm kind of happy with what my character is already doing. Is there something I'd like to do which isn't necessarily the most optimal thing? And the ace could certainly be that kind of thing. Mm. Like, you don't necessarily need to be a mechanic and then go to ace. 
you can just enjoy the piloting or other vehicle bonuses of Ace without necessarily being a mechanic and getting the max use of it. That's true. Like, I'm I'm thinking of going going operative and not not like uh uh what is it uh uh um, where is again shock without and not shock trooper. I mean shock trooper might give might seem like my thing, but. I don't know. I'm kind of, like you don't necessarily in this system. You don't necessarily always want. You don't always need to go for the optimal combat uh, a combat thing. It can be. I suppose it, the thing. engineer it's, might it's, be in a position where it wants that thing. Engineer might want more combat effectiveness. So operative but, makes your class um, more well-rounded, and that's a desirable thing for players. Players want their class, their characters, and classes to be, you know, to make them do better stuff. You know, it doesn't matter necessarily. I mean, some players will be like, "Yes, combat, 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 all the time, go combat, everything, combat." But like you say, operative makes you better at um, talking to people, which is a big part of the game. And you're still improving. I was just bringing your this up as Whereas, related to. I think yeah, yeah it I, can I, be uh, something you're getting to. It's Ace it's, is much like Ace is much more uh, specific. That's a that's a broad. I'm better yeah. at talking to people. Ace is yeah. I'm better in vehicle. Yeah, yeah it, it, it is, is a very specific subgroup. And that's, it really, to be honestly, it's it's a lot it, more work for the GM to get that into the game than anything else. Yeah, it, it, it really is a thing where you're like, if if you pick Ace, you are risking not have not being. They have it basically wasted your specialization entirely if yeah. the campaign runs well, in a certain so direction. So at that point, at that point though, it's on the GM because if you're a yes. GM and you do not, if you do not make situations where each one of your players' specializations has time to shine, then you're yeah, failing but, as a GM. But the point of the so. like, so if we if we were just gonna get together and, on the GM, like if we were just gonna get together and tell a collaborative story. Without a system, then that's you know that that's true. But well, the no, point well, of the no. system like, being there is to make things. The point of the system being there is to make things easier for everyone to you know work together and create that story, including yeah. the GM. Like yeah. it's there to give them a. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is. Work. What I'm saying is, if one of my players takes the ace ability, if if, if, if none of you took the ace specialization, I could have I could still have space of combat be in there. Um. It just wouldn't have to be. It wouldn't have to be a major thing, um, if. But because someone, one of you has ace combat, has the ace ability, I can take those space encounters and turn them from what would have been, what what, what could have been a you know a, a more role play challenge, into something that can be a very uh, a much more strategic uh, combat situation. Because one of you, oh, this is now your specialization. So it's not. It's it's. It, it's it's like having it'd be like it's the equivalent of in D and D having a having a cleric and then never running into undead. That just doesn't you know like like you will eventually in D and D you will run into undead if you have a divine caster and uh, eventually you will run into challenges that that are tailored to your specific abilities or that are that are that are that fit your specific. Play style or fit your specific abilities and talents. I guess um, the concern is that it's that you're effectively it is you are giving up something by choosing Ace. Whereas, like those in the in that system, I was also thinking like the ability of rogues to disarm traps. If you never run into traps, it never comes up. But you don't pay anything 
Like, there's no cost to those it's things. A, those things just a come with your character. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're not giving up something because you chose Turn Undead as an ability or something like that. You just get it. That's just along with the rest of it. It's not you're worse in other situations because you're better in this situation. It's just your, you know, your baseline I, I, and then you're better in those situations. So, I, it's, it's like yeah, saying that would be Whereas this is, uh, the engineer is giving up a different specialization for Ace. Okay. So it's your, you know, where, where every other character is potentially getting better at this point. If, if, the, if the flow of the game results in us being underground, for example, for many, many episodes, that's a specialization where everybody else's specializations potentially contribute, but that, that person's doesn't. But I don't, like, I, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that's just a risk you're taking if you want to play that character. And you want to play, especially in Sam's case, the character, it plays with her, with that character specifically. That's that's the that's the roleplay side. The, so. the long and the short of this is we could probably uh, change some of NG, uh, Ace's abilities to be more... Um, worth, worth noting, by the way, worth Ill. noting that Ace is a one-to-one translation of an existing specialization. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which does what? Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a uh, mounted cavalry uh, specialization. Ah, right. Okay. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. I think the fact that it's optional and it, the fact that it isn't that it is it is a little bit difficult to get, and it's and there are it's not like it's it's not like it's the it's only asymmetrical. one that level. It's asymmetrical. It's, yeah. Every every class gets four specializations, and for the engineer, one of its specializations is hyper specific. I mean, yeah, yeah. all of them have somewhat specific specializations, but none of them are as, as are specific as Ace. Yeah. And it's just, it, yeah, it's just it's just it's more kind of like five specializations. I think Shadow is pretty specific. Which is funny because that's my next. Uh, that's where I'm actually putting all my points. So. Like, <laughs> I'm Shadow's like whole time you are invisible. good at Shadow is you are good at one thing. You are the best thief to ever thief. <laughs> <laughs> I you cannot see me, and if you can see me, I am a shadow, so you still can't see me. Hi, you I'm John can't Cena. see me. By the way, all your money is mine. Yes. <laughs> I am John Cena. You can't see me. Wait, they can. Oh, you get a bonus to Ledger Domain. Yeah, okay, Ledger right. Domain. They they uh, they they, they yeah. specialize in both Ledger Domain and Stealth. I I actually I yeah this I is just put points into Ledger Domain to get that. That's great. Sorry. This this does this does things. The shadow actually does things. This is not ace. This is not ace yeah, level shadow, specific. Shadow is well, yeah. Shadow is uh, is relevant in lots of cases because in lots of cases you might want to make stealth tests or steal things. Like yeah, actually, that is a good point. It, the, I think the the difference yeah, yeah the difference is shadow is going to come up in a lot of situations, but I have to play it in a certain way. Whereas ace is and the journeyman yeah, you're, you're, the journeyman and master abilities are also terribly relevant in combat. Like they are, there's pretty, a side effect of being a stealing thing, but that's a very minor thing in my opinion. I think the quick fix is to make like the quickest fix is to make it relevant for mechanic, like to have those two work together well. Um, I think it does already. Maybe does, that's what you're saying. Maybe even work it into mechanic. already do that. Uh, no. Mechanic mechanic gives you the mech and piloting and ace ace helps you with the mech as well. That's what um since like I was saying yeah, before. Yeah, because you you because you you pilot the mech. The mech counts as a vehicle. Um, so all of Ace's abilities apply to. Oh, uh, really? 
Yeah. Oh, so it can strafe yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the it question, already applies to mechanic. The question is whether Ace should be uh, should have some kind of relevance outside of specifically yeah, so, so vehicle the combat. Is, the, the thing is, Ace is Ace is specifically piloting anything you can pilot, any vehicle that you pilot, you are better at doing. All the all the Ace abilities apply to anything you can considerably call a vehicle that ranges from a mech to a starship. Um, uh, I have a suggestion of a, of a mechanic that you might use like on Ace. I'm thinking of something about uh, is there is there yet a specialization that interacts with initiative? Mercenary. Uh, I'm specifically meaning a specialization that does that because that would seem relevant for an Ace. When you say interacts with um, mercenary, interacts with it. So does one of the Vanguard ones. Um, Plus, you just get a focus as well as, as just one of the Vanguard to... ones gets uh, an ability to get cheaper um, seize the initiative. I can't remember which one though. Uh, okay, those are yeah. both different from what I'm talking about. Mech, what are you talking Mech about? gets a surprise. What was the other one? I mean, you just said interact with initiative. You didn't say how. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like get a re. I'm. I was thinking of re-rolling your initiative or get having is or having a special bonus to it or both. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a fairly generic ability, but I guess yeah, you could yes. throw, you could you could mechan you could argue that that's an ace thing, and then they get then they so that that is a thing that helps them while they're piloting, but it also helps them in other situations as well because or, I don't or know, you could flavor is like really good as some kind of dodge ability which would increase your or you get additional defense in a vehicle or in or when not not in a vehicle for I don't know. Let's talk about the specific things that Ace does. Uh, the novice level of Ace uh, says you can easily outmaneuver your enemies. When piloting and making the move action, you can move part of your allowed distance, uh, then use your major action to make an attack, then move the rest of your allowed distance. So normally you move, then action. You don't move, action, move. Um, Ace lets you move, action, and then move again. Um, while in a vehicle. Yeah, that could just be... That could uh, just... You could just put that to everything, not without without a vehicle. Uh, That'd be a fairly unique thing. Journeyman mm -hmm. adds an extra one d six when strafing, if using the primary weapon of the vehicle. Um, strafing being you reduce um, you your reduce, chance to hit. You reduce your chance to hit, but increase your defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, if if you're using a different ve if you're using not your vehicle's primary weapon, uh, you just you inflict a plus one a plus one damage instead of an additional d6. Um, and then uh, master is full speed as a you 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 full speed as a minor action, which I think it already is. No, full speed is um, uh, no. Full speed is a run action, so it's a okay. major. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, and yeah, full yeah, speed is listed here as a major okay. action, same as run, but only in a straight line. That's right. So you can full speed as a minor action, and when you do, you add plus one to your defense. So that um, makes you a lot more mobile. Um, so ace 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 is all about being mobile in a vehicle. That is good. Way more mobile than other people in a vehicle. Just out of interest, Antitonic, what um, is your second spec you're planning to get? I can't remember. You sent us a word document about it, but I can't remember what it said. Uh, mechanic. 
Oh, so you are planning to get mechanic. Okay, that 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 makes sense because those two work super well together. Um, Hence the robots. What are you giving up yeah. by getting uh, by getting um, Ace? You're giving up Demolisher. So yeah, the other the other choices are uh, for engineer are Demolisher, mechanic, and saboteur. Um, ah. The Demolisher. Let me pull him up. Uh, demolisher. Uh, use it, it specializes using technology. Uh, actually, you couldn't get demolisher anyways because it's a master master level thing. Um, you have to master you have to ma- master level in technology talent to get demolisher, uh, and that's fair because uh, demolisher <laughs> makes technology really good. Uh, all your technology talent abilities deal an additional one d six plus intelligence in damage at the novice level. Um, that includes that includes overload and uh, incinerate. Uh, you have a, pl- a journeyman. You have a plus two intelligence technology test to hack security devices and drones. Um, and uh, at master, you have the disable device action. Uh, basically, you could take an action and make an intelligence test to deactivate an electronic device of your choice on a target for the duration of combat. An electronic device. Interesting. Um, you might want to list some options there because some people like Corvus might not know particularly what would be on what would be on a person in combat. Yeah, things like shield, army tool, etc. But yeah, yeah, it's like my first thought on reading that is, oh, I can shut down biotic amps. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yep. It's just like oh, and then suddenly they go into like seizures or something, but no. <laughs> No, it would just it would just remove the bonus they get from the amp, but um, or if they were a human, they sort of need that to make it work. So, out of interest, if I did that on say Zagrog, what and, and chose um, his uh, kinetic barrier generator? Shield yeah, Shield oh, booster. No, no. I would I'm lose assuming, two defense. Well, no, I'm assuming that. Um, Everyone in Mass Effect's got shields, right? So uh, yeah. theoretically, yep. I could disable that—the shield-creating device. What would that do? It would do. It would have the overload effect permanently. Okay, that makes sense. So you'd have that minus two to defense forever until the end of combat, at least. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's um, that whole uh, that as a second spec. That's pretty pretty so effective that's, 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 for everyone. That's the demolisher. Um, there's also the so the mechanic you summon a mech that gets better as you as you so the novice journeyman and master levels of the mech get better basically, um, and uh, what's that? What for uh, for mechanic? That's for yeah, that's mechanic. Yeah, mechanic. Um, every, uh, the the mech gets more health, more defense, more guns. Yep. And the sab- the saboteur is the other one. So the mechanic, saboteur, and ace are the ones that are feasibly uh, reachable at level one. All right, level three. Sorry, uh, for the saboteur, you gain the ability permanent barricade, uh, which lets you make a intel- an, in- an engineering check to deploy an energy shield at a location within three yards of you. Um, and the barricade is considered to have armor ten and hit points ten and lasts until it is destroyed or disassembled. So you create cover. You create full cover. It's a chest high wall button. What? Is that a, a minor action or a major action? Uh, it's an action, yeah. A major action. Okay. Um, and and so it's a chest high wall generator. Yeah, chest high wall generator. Uh, journeyman, you gain the you gain the action destruct, uh, which is an engineering test 
to uh, basically plant an explosive charge to destroy a structure. Um, destruct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you destruct as opposed to construct. Um, dealing... uh, the opposite of construct is deconstruct. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, destruct is, is still a word. Um, is it? Yeah, destruct is a word. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Yep. Destruct is to destroy something. Um, hmm. uh, deals 2d6 piercing damage to a structure that it's attached to. Uh, destruct specifically is to disassemble a structure. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, there's a wall here. Well, let's find a weak point in it. Um, and then that leaves a lot of room for GM to rule out what it works on. But yeah, it, it, just whatever as a point, structure. Point um, of order um, that says piercing damage. I think you mean penetrating damage. Yeah, it should be penetrating. Yeah. Um, and then the master ability, uh, you gain the ability to manufacture explosive charges. These charges, once planted and primed, deal 5d6 damage to anything within a 6 yards radius once detonated, and can be set to remote or tripwire detonation. So they get super landmines. Sounds cool. Like, the specialization sensation sounds exciting. Yeah, so the saboteur... And the, I, I, I feel like all three of them do something different. Is that a thing they can do in combat, the uh, manu manufacture the explosive charges? Yeah. How long does it take? That's an action. Okay. And uh, okay, so when you say like... action, you actually mean major action. Yeah, major action. Yeah. So that's uh, and then what, setting them as a minor. It's like you 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 create it and set it. You, you it's not a, it's not a create and then hold on to. You create and set. It's like with the it's like with the crossbow. You manufacture bolts and fire them. You don't manufacture bolts and then fire them. It, it's all in one action. <laughs> right. Okay. So you move to where you want to. Set the ability off, and then you and set then the, trigger you the ability. Yeah. Yep. And then move away again, hopefully. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> yeah, but you can decide what kind of charge it is. Uh, yeah. You can uh, select the detonator. Yeah, it can be remote or tripwire. Mm. Uh, can so, be well, a timed one. Those those two abilities, yeah. uh, those two um, specs are also pretty good. Um, I don't know about you guys, I don't know if uh, Ace measures up to that in a sort of overall usefulness of the class thing. That's that's not terrible. Like, uh, as is some, something that uh, my player some of us says, uh, uh, game balance is not something to strive for. <laughs> uh, uh, it's fair if they're not all equal. People, this is a role-playing game. People like something and they play it. Yeah, yeah I think it, it would be more of a concern. I mean, it's nice if they are balanced, but it's not something. You, I mean, if it makes for fun gameplay, then whatever. I would be concerned if there was like the only one that was reasonable to reach at the first level, because then it'd be basically being forced. But it's not. You can go mechanic first, and you could probably go one of the other ones first. Yeah, if you a saboteur mechanic and ace are the three you can get at first. At 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 yeah. three. So easily. the fact that if it was if it was kind of forced on it, then it's then that would be a problem. But it's it's really not because it 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 is it is antitonic or Samantha's choice to I'd be really specialized to, to that level. So what a mechanic is like at level three because that seems super powerful. 
Well, that 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 five d six is the master level. Uh, uh, at, at, at level three, you would gain permanent barricade. No, no, no. So sorry, uh, the, 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 mechanic, the mechanic. Oh, the mechanic. Yeah. Uh, thirty health, five armor, defense twelve. Yeah. Speed on 10. a mech. It's it's the equivalent of a fighter right now. Yeah, but it's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it's an extra player, effectively, which is well, so, no, which you, seems you really really be, good. You have to be operating it. It's not an extra player. It's you in the mech. It doesn't work on its yeah. own. No. So it, it would be the it's the engineer becoming a fighter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's sort of another it's sort of another player because once it's destroyed, presumably you get out and then you have another. Yeah, it's an extra. You have, like, well. you have two players, but they're in yeah. serial rather than parallel. Yeah. It's an extra. I really like that. Um. Um. Right. Okay. So anyone else got stuff? Any other specializations we want to fo- we want to focus down on? Uh, I could quickly go through uh, the soldier stuff. There's right. not mu- yeah. too much to say. Uh, I'm just going through them in order. Commando. Uh, I think the. I think it's interesting, an interesting mirror in the Commando and Mercenary where the other has an obvious ability which gives you plus two defense when you are not in cover for the encounter and you have to spend a minor action on it. And this one and the Commando ability says you get plus two defense while in, co- while in cover. To be uh, fair, they you are... have to spend a minor ability to activate that the first time as well. It's just a move. Uh, cover, nope. Which is... Commando gets it always. Yeah, yeah. When you're, my point is, you have to move into cover to take advantage of. Yeah, sure. Minor action. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's the thing. They are, I I like they are like if we want to compare their balance, I think they are balanced between each other. Like for one, you have to use a minor action to have it on, but it's always on. But it doesn't stack with cover, while this one specifically stacks with cover, which works well with its journeyman ability, where uh, which suggests you want to be fi- uh, using a gun. That you you get uh, you can suppressing fire and which uh, that, that which needs updates limits your <laughs> yeah, that, that, they, they yeah, that phrasing not. but you you, you yeah you, uh, you, multi, you use multiple charges of a battery so. yeah uh, I'm the master ability seems lackluster but eh. mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm not saying it's bad I'm just surprised how low impact it is for our master ability. It wouldn't be overpowered to give that. It, it, for reference, it gives it a, a plus one when you aim, and uh, I think you could you could adjust that up. You to, could like, boost that up. Add, I don't know, add, add damage or increase the bonus. I don't know. A little bonus might be uh, nice. You still need to, to in order to get in use of that. You still need to use your minor action for aiming, and yeah. Maybe would it be broken if you uh, could use aim as a free action once per round? Would that be broken? Yes. Okay, that that's well, fair. That may would, as well just be a plus one to your attack then. I would be yeah. more tempted yeah, to I put know. it into um, something. So it, it's it's its thing is battlefield awareness. Um, that's its like its watchwords. Um, you could translate that into any number of things, which would be cool. Like you could have the um, if you uh, deal damage to a person, then you reduce. Uh, they can't take a minor action, or you could do like um, some sort of disruptive effect there. That would be interesting. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 
that might be interesting. I don't know. It could be. I uh, just thinking it could use a minor buff. Uh, yeah. Just it doesn't need anything major. Maybe just li- something little. Um, next, next we have. I think it's the mercenary next. Yeah. Well, that's obviously what I'm playing. I yeah. quite enjoy it. That one. Uh, it's not. Uh, uh, I, I might get into uh, about the game balance aspects of high defense later, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but um, oh, the master ability is interesting. I've talked about this before, but probably not on podcast. How about the master ability? I'll read out. Uh, if a grenade lands within two yards of you, you can move to the grenade and attempt a dexterity acrobatics check versus your target's accuracy grenades. If you beat them, you scoop up the grenade and throw it back. Has any enemy in the whole campaign ever thrown a grenade? Yes. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't that's, remember it if they have. So, believe, that's a yeah, thing. They have, no, the libertarians <laughs> threw some. Okay. Be- but yeah, my point is, grenades have been used very about. little by our enemies. We have tossed a couple, but opponents haven't tossed any. Uh, that's fine. I mean, it's a powerful ability when it triggers. I'm not suggesting you change the ability. But just n- may, pointing it out that it comes up rarely. Um, I I think the novice and journeyman abilities are fine and balanced. I mean, the journeyman talk- ability is, is talk- way better than the master one. We we went through this before. The journeyman ability. Yeah, we talked really, about really this, good. but I agree when it was explained that it's not a, yeah, yeah, that no, it's, absolutely. That's yeah, it's not as powerful as it looks. And I agree, it's not that powerful. It's very fun and uh, it feels it's powerful, but it it's, the journeyman, it's so not anything broken. The, the journeyman ability for those listening is uh, oh, yeah. you are always ready for a fight. When combat begins, you gain a special surprise round in which you can act before moving to the uh, before moving to the normal surprise round or to normal combat rounds. So basically, uh, there's an ability in D and D fifth edition called Ambuscade that Rangers can get, uh, which gives them an additional initiative round before surprise rounds. Um, is that one of the unearthed arcana? Yes, it is. Okay, it's that's why of, I, it's, it's one of the reasons why I like Rangers in fifth ed. Mm. Um and uh, it, it you know basically they're because they're always prepared they always get to go first, um, outside of other people that have this ability, and uh, and and yeah, it's... it it seems it seems really powerful in theory, but in practice, what it means is you activate your shield booster and move in, and move towards your enemies. Uh, yeah, which is cool. You rarely rarely get an extra attack off because of it. Well, you can get shield booster and charge. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, okay. Nothing. Uh, uh, nothing more about that really. Then we have the operative, which has, which is about uh, communication skills mostly. Uh, you get a plus. The novice ability gives you plus two for perception or communication checks against bio- biological targets. The general ability gives you a minor action to lets you take a minor action to give assume other allies, not yourself, a plus all, one defense. Yeah, all, all, you you are not your own ally. Yeah. <laughs> it says you can use an activate action to give all allies. That's what I assume, but but it's a, it's a terminology thing. I um, it doesn't say how long it is uh, specified duration. It's an, act- I think it's, it, it's an it, activation. You you. Do it and and everybody. Yeah, but it like, doesn't say how long this bonus lasts. That, in a combat. Yeah, yeah, but I think it should be added uh, that yeah. uh, as a template until thing. the end of the encounter. 
Yep. Yeah, because yeah, uh, be, otherwise it means that forever. Could be added. Add, adding adding that would be nice, but yeah, that's just a technical thing. Uh, and the master ability lets you re-roll failed communication checks uh, at no penalty and take the higher of the two. Uh, and uh, communication checks related, related to your background have a reduced target number. Hmm, that's interesting. What does that mean? It's so, interesting. Uh, I mean, so, uh, communication tests related to your background. So if your background is soldier. Uh, the ah, communication okay, tests right. related to that have a reduced TN. Yeah. So yeah, that's just something the GM can can yeah. vary. I think it's I think it's a cool one. If you're talking to another soldier, uh, you know, yeah. If you're trying to convince another soldier of doing something because you are a soldier and because you're an operative, uh, you yeah. are. It's easier for you to convince another soldier to do a thing. Yeah, I think it's the operative. While the operative has little combat effectiveness, although I do like the journeyman ability, I'm which is actually the journeyman ability is what pull what is pulling me to into uh, taking operative at, for Titus. Uh, it's I've decided that Titus's defense in most encounters is enough without guard up. I might still guard up sometimes, but uh, but it tends to be enough without it. Uh, but instead, that lets me put a minor action into this thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of like the op- operative. It's, it's, you can, it, I like the flavor of it. You're making a kind of leadership kind of soldier character. Uh, and, and finally, there is the uh, shock trooper, which might seem obvious for Titus, but I'm not sure related to. But the abilities, I'm not sure, sure if how much... I like him. Uh, yeah, the novice ability gets you gives you plus two to defense when charging. It eh, comes up uh, seldom, especially for Titus. Titus doesn't charge that often in combat, and if he well, does I need to charge you... so often in combat, then it's then it's kind of a win more. I assume you if you are you making lots of charges, and you can charge huh? with a blast. When you're charging, you get a plus to the defense, and you can also charge with a blast weapon into point-blank yeah. range, which stacks yeah. with a different talent, which is uh, point-blank blaster shot, which is it from Titan's Grave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is neat if you are going doing that thing. So that that's that works. But wh- when does the two defense go away after that? When you're charging. Like, when charging. When charging. It goes oh, right. away when you're charging. It probably lasts until your next turn. Okay, right. Yes. I would guess. Yeah, so you, you charge, your defense that... is plus two. Your next turn, you're no longer charging. Remember remember that combat all takes place at the same time, within the same six seconds? Mm. So, um, like, when it gets to your yeah. opponent's turn, you're still technically charging when they're attacking you. That, that's that's pretty technical. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, the journey I mean, ability... You're, you're stood next to them and punching them in the face, but technically you're still charging, okay? Well, like, it's, it, the, yeah. uh, the idea is that, you know, you charge and the other person fires at the same time. So I, I would just amend the wording to say until the next still, turn. You're still charging... Yeah, I mean, it should have until next turn until uh, added to it, but th- uh, mechanically speaking, you are still charging for the entirety of that round when you take the action to charge. Mm-hmm. The journey on ability, your enemies' cover no longer protects them from your ferocity. When you are against cover that you know an enemy is behind, you can attack over or through the cover with no penalty. It's a neat ability, I guess. It's, uh, it, again, like the commando, uh, it, it 
kind of depends on uh, how much on the types of encounters, how easily it is to, easy it is to gain cover. But that doesn't seem too much to ask. Like it's easy for it. it you can often have environments where taking cover is not that big of a deal. Like it's not that hard. So uh, if you're on one side of a <coughs> of a box and the enemy is the other side, that hmm. You could shoot through the cover as well. It, the ability doesn't specify. That brings up a whole load of, <coughs> of questions just about the missions that we've done. If I'd had that ability in the room full of the ammo, what would have happened? <laughs> because that specifies the wording there. I'm going to read out the wording. When you are against cover that you know an enemy is behind, you can attack over or through the cover with <laughs> no penalty. <laughs> would you want to blow yourself would, up or not? That's, that's, that sounds like a penalty, Senstaku. Well, that, that depends on the type <laughs> of cover. This clearly says with no penalty. That depends on the type of cover. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you attack the person with no penalty. There's a re there is a consequence. No, no, no. That's not what it says. You can attack through the cover with no penalty. Yes. I suppose uh, let's see, we that, have that, to That's say why it. there's the or clause there. If it's an explosive crate, you're going over it. <laughs> what, if it's a too, what if it's too tall? Yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah. What if it's like twelve feet high? <laughs> then you don't know there's another person on the other side of it because you can't see them. What if it's see through? Sometimes. <laughs> if it's see through, then you know there's no explosives in it. <laughs> uh, what if you've got X-ray? There might be some hand waving involved sometimes. <laughs> then, then I blind you with a fork. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the uh, anyway, I think it's neat. Uh, yeah, so you stare death in the face on a regular basis. Once per encounter, if you would be reduced to zero health, you can make a constitution stamina test whose target number equals the damage you were dealt to be reduced. Uh, okay, the uh, target number equals the damage you were dealt to be reduced to one and continue fighting. Uh, it's an ability that Titus might like, but it's a lot of commitment to get to Master Shock Trooper. I mean, you need a, a rather high level to get to that, and I'm not too excited about the novice and journeyman abilities. So that's why I'm probably not, why Tide is probably not taking Shock Trooper. Again, still, it seems a pretty cool specialization. Like all, all of the, I, I've no issue really with the specializations in for a soldier. They are, there's some diversity in them. Uh, some of them uh, point you towards melee attacks or, or, or Ranged attacks, rather than, uh, specifically, or uh, but that's fine. Uh, like, but not all of them do. Like, there are reasonably balanced between you could be meleeing or you could be ranged attacking. Many of the abilities don't care. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a nice bit of nice bit of uh, like balance. Like, uh, like I think none of them are too specific. They are all kind of, there's space within many of them to do different things. And still as flexible as the soldier class itself. Yeah, the soldier class is flexible and the, one of the specializations are also quite flexible in what you can do within them. Mm -hmm. So but one thing I'd say is they all seem focused towards from the soldiers. Uh, how, apart how, from Kuran, though. How do they all seem focused towards melee soldiers? Well, they all um, they all give you 
uh, like bonuses to um, being near to your enemies in some fashion? Uh, there is the okay. The shock trooper has a uh, has bonus when you're charging. That is a melee oriented thing, except that you can uh, also charge with a blaster weapon in the oh, point yeah, blank. True. So that's a thing. Uh, operative doesn't have. Uh, and there's uh, operative, operative has, does, does, doesn't does, does, yeah. yeah. Um, line of we did line of sight, which um, commando yeah, is like very the range focused one, so that's pretty cool. I like that. Commando, um, yeah, no, suppressing suppressing fire is for like commando is commando uh, is focused on range and uh, and um, mercenary is focused on not really anything. Um, like yeah, like, I guess commando is yeah. the only one that you could really say is focused on a particular type of weapon. And the thing is, what I'm thinking is, if I was building uh, a ranged soldier, I would probably want to get commando a mercenary, um, and they kind of work together and kind of don't, so that's, it's an interesting one. Like, mercenary is just a quite the, generic, the, the generic survival both, thing. The, the novice ability on both are kind of a non-bow, but... Yeah, I mean, it means you. Yeah. It's, it's good because it means you'll always have that plus two defense. Actually, they are not a non-bow. They support each other, yeah, in a way, yeah, or, they, they or rather, or rather, they compensate. Like they are. Yeah, that's, that's with the one. both of them, you are always getting plus two the defense, yeah, and so I, when I would, you I would take more. both. They never they stack. Are the but they, they, work they are. Yeah, they work together even if they don't actually stack. I would definitely take both if I had. Yeah, if I had, if I had a soldier. Yeah. The, mer the, yeah. is the mercenary is definitely the least specific of all of them. It just it rather helps you survive and gives you a little support at the beginning of the encounter to do position yourself better. Yeah, it I can like be used in so many ways. Operative yeah, the one, soldier. Um, yeah, yeah. Operative the we one had, that there were uh, some minor things the like. rest of the soldier class, but it's it's an interesting one because of that. It's it's actually it makes you think about soldiers a bit differently. Yeah, the aim bonus on Commando seemed a tad weaker than yeah. might one want. Like, it would be nice if it was a tad stronger. I'm not sure how to buff it, but a slight buff would be nice. What do we uh, think about it's um, infiltrate stuff? Sorry, I'm just to, to miss a little bit. Um, oh, yeah. I was pretty. I'm pretty happy with it. There's one that's like. I think they all seem pretty reasonable. Um, I kind of didn't get into the specifics of it, but I, the more, more generally, the in terms of the uh, requirements for each one, I thought was fine. Like, there's one that's really easy to get into, and there's a couple that are more difficult. Um, the assassin obviously lends you more towards close-up stuff. That's what gives me death mark and gives me bonuses from death mark, and basically means I have to be within ten yards. Shadows, like the the end game one, sort of. It's very much more hiding and thieving and stuff. And what were the other two? Uh, there's agent, I kind of, which I need to modify slightly, but um, agent gives you the is the two weapon fighting infiltrator. Yeah, right. That's the yeah gun fighting sort of one. And then um, what's the boost what's the you get? What's, what's the bonus you get for having um, two weapon fighting? Like what's its thing? Uh, if, you, uh, if you if you have two weapon if you have a weapon in both hands and two weapon fighting style. Uh, you can yeah. use an activate action to gain a plus one defense or a plus one attack. Um, okay. Either or, uh, mm -hmm. so long as you're dual wielding. And yeah. There, there are other things that, that add bonuses to it, but effectively you use, you, you use one weapon. 
You use one weapon as a defensive weapon and the other weapon as an offensive weapon, is the way it typically works. And then the other one was Marksman, which is theoretically all ranged up, but the... It's... I kind of skipped that one because I'm not a huge fan of the... And this is more of a system thing, just the fantasy age system in general, the stunting and stuff. And look, all three yeah, and all three of the... Um, and and that's just to be honest, that's uh, that is honestly just a taste thing. It's the way the system works, and it works well. It's just not 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 my favorite thing in the world. Uh, all three parts of the marksman are basically you can do either new stunts or cheap stunts or better. Well, it's three things. It's you can do knockback, which becomes slightly better and slightly cheaper. You can do an additional stunt, which gives you like a basically a double attack or a triple uh, attack. Uh, no, triple attack. You do a triple attack for five stunt points, and the master ability is your pierce armor makes all your damage penetrating instead of just cutting their armor in half. Which, like all those things, are good, but really I'm not good. A yeah, Cyborg and I realized in the uh, Star Wars game we played a variant of it, and it was so powerful, but oh, yeah, no, it's unreliable as all hell. Yeah, and th- and that's what and that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it doesn't pro- trigger always, but on average, when you have a high, when you really focus on hitting things, you you are going to be stunting a reasonable amount of the time. And when you yeah. do these abilities, trigger and they are quite good. And then I think it's and then there's shadow. Yeah, and then there's shadow, which is all basically I get bonuses, more bonuses to sneaking, and more bonuses to to things like that. And it, and that's the way I'm I'm, I'm going to end up going. Interesting abilities. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I get an extra stunt where I basically um, make a decoy, and they can. They sometimes they miss me entirely, and um, get that's extra cool. damage again for if I do precise strike yeah. stunts. So that's a so to, so to be honest, that's also very stunt based. But the the novice one is that gets me this extra shadow uh, mode that's thing, actually, which is that's actually not cool. damage. That's to hit. Oh, oh, the master, right. the master the level bonus. shadow adds your intelligence to the attack bonus, not the damage bonus. What's a precise strike then? Good question. Uh, that's, precise that's, strike. That's that's your. Uh, I need to. Uh, I need to re- reword. Isn't that, that. your class thing? That's your. Where that's, you... It's now pinpoint attack. It's now pinpoint attack. Yeah. Pinpoint attack. Oh. Okay. 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 And I get to pinpoint attack everybody anyway, as long as I'm no. Just I just get to do that against everybody now. Yep. As assassin. So that's I the get assassin thing. So I how, get to. How, Intelligence to my hit, yeah, and to my damage. Yep. Wow. Um, okay, that's that's it, really really, really yeah. good. The master ability only provides it to your attack bonus, but your infiltrator ability, lethality, gives lethality it to your damage. To your damage yeah. 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 That's already coming out. That's like next level. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. So How are you it's finding yeah, the, I, the ten yard thing on the um, death mark. Uh, it's not. It's it. it okay. That's. That is a thing that is coming up. Uh, I I was going to bring this up if we if we got to like just discussing the system as a whole. Um, mm. It's a bit limiting only having two actions a turn, and, and presumably that's the point. But I'm trying to position myself, go invisible, uh, mark things, and shoot things. There's two four things. Turn, I'm basically two actions a turn is pretty standard for RPGs. Well, you're you're the class. Well, it depends. Well, what okay, so you're the, you're the class that benefits greatly from preparing for combat. So yeah. yeah. Well, okay, but so I think D and D, D and D, I would be doing. I'd be moving, sneaking, and shooting all in, in one turn is the thing. So the marking is all, all moving and marking and shooting, but 
the point is the uh, is, you don't have to marking every turn unless your opponents get one shot die yeah in a third yeah. round like and, and, and I and I appreciate that but like what I, what I mean is in in this system doing like a secondary action like a, an activate action doing something like putting a buff on somebody putting a debuff on somebody whatever is instead of moving basically if, yeah. if, if, if you're presumably putting your if you're presumably attacking with your major action you are either moving or buffing or debuffing or something along those lines which is not true of say D and D um, where you are, yeah, where you effectively different. are moving constantly, and it's a different system, and I get that. And that's, like I said, that's just one more thing where it's like, I'm less. I like the system less than D and D, but it's the system we're working with, and it's fine. And it, and it, it, I can, it's fine working within that. It's just, um, it's just one more thing, right? Yeah. It's um, and and like I said, but also then trying to uh, sneak and stuff gives me another action that I'm trying to do, and so it's all a bit. There's a lot to fit into two actions, which is, yeah. which to be I fair, don't. the end result of that is I'm like last time I was rolling five d six plus whatever damage. Next level that'll be adding another four or five points to that, and then this is suggesting that in a few more levels I'll be rolling on my attack. I'm getting like a plus four or five from on top of what I'd normally be getting. So. So it's not like that's an unreasonable thing to be spending two turns doing, but yeah, it's 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 fine. So we've talked about all the specializations for the most part, except for the Sentinel ones. I want to get your guys' yeah. opinion on the Sentinel stuff, so I'm going to go through it just really quickly because um, I think they're really neat. And but that's just me, and I designed them. Uh, so starting with the Enforcer. <laughs> Uh, the Enforcer is one of the Sentinel classes that they can get at level 3, and it's an expert at removing enemy advantages. Um, the Novice level uh, doubles the area of their lift grenades. So uh, Sentinels get the ability very early to use lift grenades, which are basically, it's, it's like the lift power, but as a consumable item instead of, instead of using biotics. Um, and so uh, lift is a biotic power that, you know, Picks people up and, and basically effectively renders them prone uh, because they're just hot, they're floating in the air, unable to move. Um, and this gives it into a portable form so that they can pass these grenades off to other people to use or can use them themselves. Um, and it doubles the area of the lift grenade. Uh, the journeyman allows them to create inferno and disruption grenades, which is an additional d6 of damage to the grenade and makes it apply the incinerate or overload effects to all targets in the radius of the explosion. Um, and the master level lets them manufacture grenades with their Omni-Tool, so they can make an intelligence test to craft grenades on the fly. What's their spell uh, power the... for the grenades? What? What's, What's their spell power for the grenades based their on... Their spell power. Like, so they throw a grenade, which then... So that they actually... So they they would in order to up their spell power for the uh, lift grenade they'd have to get the lift um, talent. Uh, I would when you like to specify that the journeyman ability should be written such that uh, like it says able to create inferno and disruption grenades. I assume that doesn't mean you can create them out of you manufacture them. You are just able to. Take a grenade and well, make it into it, an inferno or disruption grenade. Yeah, yeah, it's what, that's oh, what yeah, the that's yeah, that's what the uh, that's what yeah, the I think it could be clearer does. about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That can... 
Sorry, so so my point was um it's your spell uh, power get... is the same your spell power is the same across the board unless you have a focus in a specific Exactly. Talent, so. so if they took the focus it would then up that. If they well if they got the journeyman of the whatever of, of the telekinesis uh, talent tree, yes. Yeah. I'm that's, looking that's at the right. specialization and the master ability and I'm looking at I don't uh, this this seems like it really, it really only unlocks that once you have the master ability. It looks like you're going yeah. to be such a money drain before you get master. Yep. How much do grenades even cost? Like a one-off. I think a hundred each. Hang on. Let me let me pull up the uh, document real quick. Do do do. Grenades. Like you are seem to be using grenades couple times each encounter. I mean, I want, I would want to be with these abilities. Uh, oh, yeah, and I assume cost, the journeyman ability uh, grenades, doesn't stack uh, with. A, a, normal, yeah. a normal blast vial of grenade. Because uh, you, you can make grenade. There are, like, there, there isn't, you, there is a, uh, you can make grenades using alchemy. Um, using, using the alchemy talent. Um, uh, they cost... Talent or focus? The, the talent. The talent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they cost three. They cost thirty. So three silver, which is thirty thirty credits to make and ninety credits to buy. Okay. Mm. Huh. Okay. So if I were to be one, I would certainly take the alchemy talent, or it depends on what level of character I would be making. Actually, I could I could yeah. also alter it so that rather than doing incinerate, oh no no, because it, it does that anyways. Never mind. It does the same thing. I was like, oh it has, no no no. Probably no, one no. of those things. Where it's not so great early on, but um, once you get to the stage we're at, then it's you know it's nothing. It's like you may as well not even bother tracking it because it's so you can get, get so many of them. Okay, so so that's the that's the um, that's the the uh, the enforcer, which is basically the grenade looks, class. It looks pretty cool. I mean, AOE Inferno, AOE Incinerate or Overload as an AOE effect seems uh, desirable. Also dealing three d six damage, you know, when you throw it. Yeah, it's a decent bit of damage. I would want the character to have some other way of dealing damage, like a rifle or something. But yeah, so you can take yeah, you can take you can take weapons as a uh, yeah, as yeah, sure. All right. Um, the next one is the guardian. Uh, guardian is one of the ones that has to be unlocked later because it requires the master of the sentinel style of the sentinel talent. Um, and it is a defensive class. So, novice, you can protect an ally with tactical use of your tech, armor, and body. Choose an ally and enter guardian mode with an activate action. When this ally is adjacent to you, he gains a plus two to his armor rating. However, each time your ally takes damage, you take two points of penetrating damage. You can choose to switch your protection to a different ally with a free action. You can leave guardian mode with a free action. So, basically, you... I like this with a master armor, uh, armor training. Yeah. So you reduce, yeah. you get to increase armor rating of somebody near you, and you, 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 you take some damage when they take damage, but you're you're still pretty good. Um, a master, a master armor training does no takes no damage from that, basically. No, 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 it takes one from that. It'll still take one from that. Um, journeyman. Oh, is it half? I must have misunderstood yeah, how master armor training works then. Master armor, master armor has training halves penetrating damage. Basically. Oh, well, just, I was thinking it was half your so you armor st- against them. Yeah, you you still well, no, you 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 still get half your armor against that. Um, but that, like, I think in this situation, you, that would you would, take um, one. You would t- that would reduce. Wait, no, actually, yeah, he's right. Oh, no, no, yeah, it would reduce it entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, Assuming yeah. you had at least four points of so armor. You have at least four points of armor. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, German, I don't think it's broken. So, well, I mean that that this is this this one is a one to one translation of a of an existing class. So, um, uh, journeyman, once you plant yourself, you cannot be moved. While in guardian mode, the skirmish and knock prone stunts have no effect on you. Uh, and this master, one, hmm. master, skirmish stunts have no effect on you. Okay. I think the journey. I think if the journeyman ability also gives you a bonus against biotic abilities trying to move you, then I like it because I don't think I've seen opponents use those stunts. They've used biotic abilities well, used to do that, though. They've used knock prone, but okay. Um, yeah, I feel uh, that that would actually be a really good um, uh, addition to that. Okay. It, um, yeah. it has some sort of upside against biotics. Even if it's not perfect immunity to those biotic abilities, I would at least give it a, a, a notable buff against those effects. And the master level, uh, those who attack you charge... Those, those who attack your charge... <coughs> uh, the person you're defending. Suffer the consequences. When you are in guardian mode and an opponent successfully hits or damages your protected ally, you can immediately attack that opponent, moving up to two yards to get adjacent if necessary, as a free action generating stunt points as usual. You may only do this once per round. After the attack, the normal initiative order resumes. This retaliation does not count as your turn. So it this gives is you a nice master ability. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. It's a pretty it's cool, cool it's a pretty cool uh, specialization just uh, as mentioned at the at defense against uh, uh, like uh, biotic abilities that try to move you. To journeyman ability, because those are the more common ways to move characters rather than knock prone and skirmish. Yeah. In, in this system, anyway. Yeah. In our system. Okay. Uh, so next is the juggernaut, which is one of the ones that can be done immediately at level three. Uh, you are a master of siege warfare. The novice ability. You have crafted. You have crafted a shoulder-mounted missile launcher. This launches a Hawk missile as a ranged weapon attack, which deals 1d6 penetrating damage. Uh, In a ranged weapon, so you're doing 1d6 plus perception damage, right? Yeah. So that subs out your normal attack. So yeah, you can use that as an attack if you so desire. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, does that... Do you have to make missiles for it, or...? Um... It would... I would... <laughs> I would assume, yeah, but I would say I would say you manufacture them. Um, oh, okay. Like so, so, sort of like how the how the crossbow works. Um, ah, okay. Journeyman, you have crafted an arm-mounted grenade launcher. This launcher can fire a spread of three grenades at a target, dealing grenade damage across a wider area. Each grenade functions as a normal grenade and must be placed within three yards of one of the other grenades in the spread. Each grenade requires an individual range attack to hit. This cannot be aimed. Can I stack this? This with, is um, considering we boss? use two yard squares. It's awkward with the two they, yard they, squares. They, they, to yeah, have the, the template needs to be fixed slightly, but. Can I stack that with um, Enforcer? Yeah. So I can fire a lift grenade, an inferno grenade, and a disruption grenade. Yeah, does not say they have to oh, be the same. Sounds grenades. cool. <laughs> Um, and cool. the master ability, you have recreated a ship's mass accelerator cannon, Mac, in miniature. This weapon takes a round to set up, but once set up, fires a round that deals 2d6 plus 5 penetrating damage. Hmm. 
You just create a mounted turret. Yeah. Uh, wait. Uh, is that... Will it remain in place, or is it a one-shot? It'll remain in place. Okay, then it seems cool. I was comparing it to other class that can achieve similar penetrating damage numbers, and then if it's... But if you can just set it up and then start firing max shots, then I like it. Yeah, and also, theoretically, somebody else could come over and start using it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's a cool master ability, yeah. You could set it up for your infiltrator who gets... <laughs> yes, you could. Adds pinpoint attack to it. You could, uh, you could also ah. um, set like set it up uh, in conjunction with your engineer who's creating cover for you. Yeah, yeah, you could set yeah. it up. You could mount it. You could mount it to cover. Yeah, or you set it off once to show how powerful it is, and then your engineer sets these landmines that are tripwires. <laughs> yeah. Just like I'm going to leave this here. Goodbye. <laughs> go. I like that. Uh, so lo uh, lots of utility with other classes we're finding. Uh, so what do you think about Juggernaut? That all seems to work fairly um, well. Um, none of it. Uh, none yeah, of it, um, it's a strange it name, I guess, cool. but I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird yeah. name. Um, I would have that as like Siege Master. It's not what I would expect uh, from Juggernaut. Okay. Uh, and the last one is the Raider. Uh, Raider is another one that you can take at level 3. Uh, novice. You have the ability to manufacture Inferno and Disruption Clips. These act like batteries and apply... Seems hard to take. They apply Early. incinerate or... Over, oh no, willpower and intelligence 3 or higher and a focus in intelligence technology. That's not difficult at all. Yeah, having both intelligence and willpower at three not, is not something every character for, can do. For a biotic class, that's not hard. It's you're, not hard, but not everyone your, can do that. But then they you, would you, probably not be making a sentinel. I suppose that's right. Or a raider. raider. Pretty high rolls already. What was that? Yeah, you need to have, you need to have willpower and uh, are willpower and intelligence both primary for sentinel? They should be. I think so, yeah. So you would start at at least two in both uh, and have your yeah. racial modifier at, or or whatever background modifier increase one and then the other with your level, level three two, increase. At level two increase. Or level two increase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sentinel not in trivial. power communication constitution, the primaries. Yeah. Two, two is not hard it to get. It's not, it's, not, it's not unreasonable to expect to have two points in. Yeah, it's not unreasonable. Abilities. It's just not every character can do it. Yeah. Um, still, it, it's not as hard to get as like one that requires other things. Um, is yeah. there the possibility, I'm just interested, is there the possibility that if you had like really bad roles or whatever, that you could get to a level where you could take a specialization and not be able to take one? Theoretically, yeah. Uh, what would happen? Theoretically, then? but you'd have to roll pretty low. Um, oh. you would just you'd have to bank it until you have the ability to get one. It would just wait until you have the stats to get one. Okay. Uh, if I, I were GMing, that would, that would I, would I would let I would I would I would let that character reroll until they had uh I'm not sucky stats. The, the the point of us doing this is to try and break the system. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I would say I yeah. would say. I would say it would wait until you have this. You pick one that you want, and when you get to the point that you have the ability to take that, that retroactively you get that that novice. Mm. 
Um, okay. Okay, let's get into actual abilities. Uh, so, so yeah, Raider. Uh, novice, you have the ability to manufacture infernal clips and disruption clips. These act like batteries and apply the incinerate or overload effect to ranged weapon damage. Manufacturing of infernal or disruption clips expends a battery in the process and lasts an hour before reverting back to normal. So you you basically you you turn a you turn a battery into a special incinerate or overload battery. And when you load mm. it into a blaster weapon, it applies those effects to range weapon damage. Okay. Which is basically like the engineer tuning the yeah. the weapon. Yeah. 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 And cool. but but this one you could pass it around as well. Yeah. Um Journeyman, you have the ability to manufacture armor piercing clips. These act like batteries and make blasters deal penetrating damage. Manufacturing of 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 I need to rephrase that. Manufacturing of armor piercing clips uh, expends a battery in the process and lasts an hour before running back to normal. So the raider is the um, wow. The raider is the best best friend of the infiltrator. <laughs> yeah, or uh, any ranged attacker again, really. You can pass these mm. around. So um, the fact that it limits for an hour is a little bit frustrating because you'd have to know that you're getting into a fight or do it in combat. That's yeah. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, that limits it. If it were, like, I don't see it as a, uh, oh, it's bad, other, I because see it. Okay, it's not broken. Otherwise, you could just convert all your ba- all your batteries to yeah. armor-piercing batteries. Yeah, right, and no one would yes, ever I do non-piercing like damage again. <laughs> like, everyone would be dealing penetrating damage with all their ranged attacks forever. <laughs> if, it, if it lasted longer than an hour. And the master ability is a flat plus three to any manufactured clip yep. that you're using um, damage, plus three damage. Yep. Master is you manufacture clips to pack a greater punch now. As long as manufactured clip is used, it deals additional plus three damage to each shot. As I'm saying, okay. infiltrator's best goddamn friend. <laughs> so It's not what, just the infiltrator, any ranged attacker. What I was striving Jesus, for with the I... Sentinel... I was striving for the Sentinel to be a utility defense thing. Um, You've achieved it, and so like they they, they help everybody else yes. do their stuff better. It's almost better than engineers in a lot of ways. Uh, hmm. Possible, I'm not sure. It depends on the play style. I think. At that yeah, point. yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's it's a it's yeah. a it's not straight up better. It's it's um it's definitely a um a still a meaningful choice. They uh, they work well, but but like a sent- if you won't be unhappy if you have both a sentinel and an engineer in your party. Oh, definitely not. You will not be unhappy. Um, they These work- are cool. They work together. Yeah, well. I like them. Well, until I, until I uh, heard what infiltrators do, I thought that my class was pretty powerful because just for like the sentinels sound great. Um, they sound like they make other people way better though than themselves, which is fine. It's, it's, it's a good thing for a support class to get because they also get biotic abilities, so yeah. they could do some really good stuff with that. It, it's a little hard to judge without having um, seen a Sentinel in action, but these specializations seem very, all very distinct from each other, which I think is not necessarily true of some of the other classes where That's they're like, point, yeah. it's you know sometimes it's like a little bit different play style or uh, a very deep dive into a particular playstyle or whatever, whereas these all seem to be like very distinct different things. You got the you know, you got that Guardian one which is like very much just a tank. And then you got like that crowd, oh, what was the really well with uh, the biotic healing abilities, because then you could heal hmm. yourself and your teammates. And, and, and then there's like in, in Bosser is very clearly just like there's like debuffing and stuff, crowd control, which 
doesn't there doesn't seem to be a lot of crowd, other crowd control in the in the system really. Um, Juggernaut is less. Biotic. Uh, Juggernaut seems a bit weird, but it's like that's kind of cool, especially the journeyman ability, getting all the extra grenades as um uh as I've already forgotten Spread. who said it, whoever it was. Yeah, this like doing three different types of grenades or whatever seems really cool. And uh, what was the last one again? The the, the, the raider. raider. Ammo. Raider, I was oh, like right. less like the ammo stuff is really cool, but it's also a little bit limited to a certain extent. Like it doesn't do anything on its own. If you get what I mean, like, it has to get somebody else to it. Yeah. Well, you, you he can he can use his use these things on his own gun. Yeah, you can, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can load it, but it's sort of definitely load those batteries into your own gun. That's that's the situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, like your uh, it's your, already uh, pretty good. Just just that way. It might it's be just a, a bit awkward. Abilities more than guns. Like I said, it's a little bit. It's a little bit awkward to use just because you have to either do it in combat or no combat is coming. But yeah, I mean, like that is reasonable and a reasonable way to balance it. But it does make it a little bit awkward. So wait, um, is it no, an hour really like from things, right? uh, an hour from from the creation? Is it? The last yeah, the hour last, starts an hour starts from when you create it. An hour from when you create it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, I really like them all. That couple, the, yeah. the, the, obviously the Raider Power couple with the Infiltrator tells me that my class is not as good as I thought it was, um, and I thought it was pretty good, because, like, I've been... I think it is pretty good. It is pretty good, but, like, I, I didn't realize how, just how insane some of the stuff could get. Like, I feel my class is balanced in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk about, so let's talk about some Adept stuff, and then we'll, we'll move on from specializations. Um, so the Adepts, the Adepts, I feel, are probably the most unique specializations in that they require certain knowledge. And because Adepts, Adepts get biotic, uh, biotic ability so fast. Um, and so much yep. of them that their specializations all focus on a particular type of uh, biotic talent. Uh, so starting with the Bastion, the Bastion, the ba ba Bastion, the Bastion. I don't know why I went really southern there for a second. Um, the Bastion focuses on binding, which is the healing talent. Um, the novice allows them to. Uh, adds an extra amount of he so when you use binding abilities uh, for the novice talent uh, targets regain extra health equal to your willpower um, journeyman when you use mend uh, which is the which is the base level uh, healing ability, well, that's really good. Uh, you can spend an extra 5 MP to cure the target of a single disease so uh, any any sort of additional. I've never I have no knowledge of disease mechanics in this game. Yeah, uh, no, none. you guys haven't encountered any because you're in space, uh, and none of you are Quarians. So yeah, Quarians have to worry about it more than. than yeah. Quarians. Okay. Good point. Um, uh, and master, you can you can breathe life back into the recently dead. You cast a more powerful version of the revival ability for twenty five MP for twenty five mana. Uh, the target can have been dead for up to two minutes. Normally, revival works on the dying, not the dead. I feel like the journeyman could stand to be a bit better, but otherwise, that's a generally really quite powerful. Um, I'm not sure how useful the master spec. ability is because things have probably already gone horribly wrong by the time you use it, and you don't want to rely on the master ability to get you out of that mess. But okay, uh, I admit it's powerful. It could be a, a, like a role play thing. Um, yeah, it could be a sweet role play thing. Well, it's yeah. also, you know. You guys are also you're you're a fairly small group, 
of just four guys. It, it, with a larger group, it's very impossible that two people Good have point. died in battle. Good you know? point. For you guys, if two people die in battle, you're fucked. Uh, but for yeah. like a group of six, if two people die in battle, a larger party probably still more useful. It. Yeah. 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 Bastion seems all right. All right. So Although I do just, agree that the mint could be a little better. So let's say like a let's take an average willpower and say for. Um, you use binding uh, for uh, for mend, um, and I you spend let's to the max. Let's say I spend three mana. Um, the target gets one d six health per mana spent. So three d six. They get three d six, and then with this ability, so that's like three d six plus willpower, or is that each d six? Three d six plus willpower. Right. So I'm actually. Oh, that's interesting because that means, means that outside of would, co- outside of combat, I would say right, I heal you for one, you roll a d6. I heal you for one, you roll a d6. I heal you for one, then you roll a d6. So yeah, that's yeah. that makes that ability much better in yeah. outside of combat. That's I don't know if that's yeah. that seems weird to me that it works differently outside of combat than in it. You're spending the same amount of MP, like like like. You're spending the same amount of MP, but yeah. they're getting exponential. They're getting they're getting four, eight, twelve more health if you do it one at a time. Yeah, with huh? Bastion ability, yeah. So I'll only with Bastion again. ability, not with the what? Not I with cast, mend. I cast mend on you um, for one MP. You roll a d6 and add my my uh, willpower. So let's say four. Yeah. So you get let's say eight, four, and four. Um, okay. The same spell. I can actually in the, in in one action, one major action, I can spend up to three MP, and you get one d6 per MP I spend. So I can make you yeah. roll three d6 and get back three d6 of health. Uh, yeah. If I'm only, if I'm doing that outside of combat, I can do it one at a time. Spend one MP, one MP, and one MP, and then you're getting back one d6 plus my willpower, one d6 plus my willpower, one d6 plus my willpower, instead of three d6 plus my willpower once. Yeah. That's something Ooh, that's yeah. way out, way better. Well, outside, outside of, of combat, combat, you can go. I heal you to full. Um, well, then what's yeah. the point? Sounds inside good. inside combat, however, you'll find that's trickier to do. Still, it's still relevant inside combat. Not really. I heal. So, so let's, uh, let's, I mean, let's take what? that same. Let's take that same situation and apply it to combat. You're in the middle of combat. You are next to somebody yeah. who has been severely hurt. I spend one yeah. mana. Heal you eight. That person next round that person takes ten damage. I spend one mana, heal you nine. Next round that yeah, person this... takes twelve damage. I spend one mana, I heal you seven. You see what I mean? Yeah, but I'm comparing it to the situation where you're whereas, not using not having the plus in, four. In combat in combat, I spend three mana, I heal you three six plus four. In combat yeah, in combat you wanna spend 16. more mana. I'm just thinking of the situation where you're not, when you are not a bastion specialized specialized person, and you're going, uh, and you're going binding. Here you one d six. Oh, you got one hit point. Yay! Whereas the binding bastion specialized, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, the bastion specialized guy goes, oh, oh, I rolled a one, but hey, you still got five hit points. Yeah. 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 Like okay, I don't, I don't think the fact that there's a difference outside of combat is significant. There's plenty of precedent in. Tabletop roleplay in general for like, if something doesn't have a consequence for failing, just doing it. 
like just I'm saying, saying that, that happens. Um, add, add, add infinitum outside of combat is something that happens with a lot of abilities. Yeah. I'm saying that like uh, you might you know it, it would probably be um, simpler and more effective ability if you added it uh, either per dice or like as just a flat number. It is a f- like you get three d six. Well, I mean like. <laughs> Um, depending on how much mana you put in, it would add like say uh, if you if you spend one you gain you know your willpower plus two. If you spend two, you gain willpower no, plus I, I four. Think, I think just plus your willpower is is is, is a thing Cause, so because again in combat it. in combat it makes a difference. Yeah, you're not breaking it. You're taking three times as long. Even even outside of combat, within you know within the system within. Yeah. The context of the world, you are taking three times as long to make but your I'm healing more it, effective to do I'm it. I'm thinking of it at lower levels, like because at lower levels you'll want to do that, whereas at high levels you're just like ah, three d six, do it. Yeah, I think. Well, I at think, lower I levels I, you're I giving less advantage. I, I still don't think you're breaking it. I don't. I don't think you're breaking it. Uh, it's not breaking it. It's it's the it's it's um it's more efficient, and it probably uh you it's should. It's only you know, more. It's only more efficient outside of combat. And. That's you know, that's the same is true of anything outside of combat. If I've got like say eleven mana and that's all I've got, then uh, I'm you're incentivizing casting it one one round at a time and, and making the person only heal. Not really, because if you're con- if you're currently being under attack in combat, yeah, and you're only casting at level one. You're per- the person you're healing might still die. Because you're you're Possibly. you're risking you're risking only healing them five points. I think that's something that already happens. You can you can already like if yeah if you wanted to do that if you want to do it in the most efficient way possible per mana you're not doing it in the most efficient way possible per for time. No, yeah. if you wanted to do the most efficient way possible for time, you'd do it with Metagel. <laughs> yeah, well. But I mean, casting that spell. If you if you need them to get as much health in as short a period as possible, you're possibly doing it slightly inefficiently. I don't think that's bad. No. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, that's that's all. That's I mean, that's already something that happens with I don't know shooting and whatnot when we do like um, dual strike or lightning attacks and things like that, where it's like you can have a range. It's the same thing. It's actually the same thing with Metagel. Like with Metagel in combat, one round Metagel. Second round. I, st- I still think that's outside of combat, meta gel, meta gel, meta gel, meta gel. A bit more useful. I, don't uh, think- I might have missed if someone said it. Does binding have a range? Uh, yes, it does. The what range is, is that? Uh, men uh, has a. Uh... Doesn't say it does. Um, um, line of sight. Yeah. So okay, so oh wait, no, so the, 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 the description. Line of sight. Okay. The description says touch, but not anything else. Does huh. it say touch? Men does not say touch. Yeah, it says your. It says your touch seals wounds. Oh, then it would be touch, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it is touch because it says it actually says yeah no right. yep it's touch. Okay. It actually says touch on, on multiple. And then you get the the the, uh, the um, level up the the nov- journeyman ability is um, mending field. You can then do yeah. a field. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Can we move on? Okay. <laughs> Moving yeah, on sure. from Bastion. 
Um, so the next next adept is. Um, scroll down. Nemesis. All the way down here. Yeah, Nemesis, which is the distortion focus. Uh, when using distortion abilities that target multiple people, your willpower is considered doubled for purposes of targeting. What distortion abilities target multiple people? Uh, singularity, gravity well. Those two. Singularity and gravity well. Singularity and gravity well. So, uh, yeah. So, when it says purpose of targeting, does it mean that those spells so those target spells... a number of people equal to any bill of power? Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. Singularity, you uh, create an orb of low gravity that affects a number of targets equal to your willpower in a six-yard radius. Um, they get uh, made prone if they fail the test. So instead of five rounds, instead of equal to your willpower, it's equal to double your willpower. Okay. So you could have like instead of six targets, you could have twelve. Yeah, or in instead of four targets, you have eight. Depending on your uh, gravity well. You create a field of increased gravity that increase affects a number of targets equal to your willpower in a six yard radius. They must make strength might tests versus willpower. Uh, they if they fail their speed is reduced to zero and they are considered prone. If they succeed, their speed is reduced by half and they're not prone. And they have the effective range of their weapons uh, reduced by half whether they make it or not. Uh, so that, you know, increases the amount of people that this can affect. Uh, journeyman, when using distortion abilities, you may pay an additional half of the MP cost rounded up to double the duration of an ability. So, so if, instead if, of five rounds, you get ten rounds. Yep. Uh, or instead of one round, two rounds. If it's, if it's a thing you have to refresh it every round, instead of one round, two rounds. Um, uh... Master, your ability to debilitate enemies extends to their biotic support. You can use the spell stunt Disrupt Magic for 4 SP instead of instead of the usual 5. So it decreases the amount of SP it needs for them to break magic when, ca when spell stunting. You know, it doesn't actually say how long Gravity Well or Singularity lasts, the actual abilities themselves. Does it not? There's no, like... No, there's no spend this much mana to continue it. If it doesn't say the, it the, the, uh, the, 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 default rate, the default duration is five rounds currently, so... Five rounds. So they they both would be ten, five or ten rounds. Yep. Oh, no, it says... It I says, mean, that feels singularity like... says for five rounds. If they fail, yeah. they lift it into the it air... Says they, no, 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 it says, it says they are rendered prone for five rounds. Yeah, lifted into the air and, rend and rendered prone for five rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, theoretically, if on round five of Singularity happening, someone went in, they'd be lifted up for five rounds. The the ability lasts for five rounds. That's 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 so a word template issue, but the ability lasts yeah, for five rounds. You're creating a Singularity, um, which then that's like a, a an object that appears on the map, right? Yeah. So how long does that last? Five rounds. That's what I'm saying. The, the ability okay. lasts for five rounds. They're not. If they come into it at round four, then they they only last the remaining one or two rounds. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we can we can reword some of that. Yeah. That just needs to be reworded. Same thing with gravity. Well. Um, yep. So thoughts on Nemesis? Uh, I don't foresee anyone um, very often using the double duration thing. Like it's it's. Five rounds is pretty long. Yeah, five rounds is quite long anyway. 
five rounds is yeah it really depends on the ability having it default for everything is hmm i don't know what, how i feel about that because some effects are like meh and some abilities are really powerful and five rounds is a really long time mm. if the default duration was a little shorter then maybe I don't know it really depends on the effects for some effects I like having a longer one as a default and for some I like wow that's uh, also, oppressive also, also realize that this is for people who not are not necessarily caught in the ability so, here's, here's my thing with like, it's like with gravity um, like with gravity well gravity well affects you even if you don't even if you f succeed uh, so that ability is lasting longer as well which means that if you plant if you like if you plant down a gravity well in a hallway, uh, or in an entryway, or in a choke point, and are running away, that gravity well is going to last yeah. for the full five rounds, or for a full ten rounds, and anybody coming through it will have a dif more difficult time shooting at you as you're retreating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my thing with uh, this specialization is that it's a hyper-specialization. Um, all the more. All the weapons are. No, 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 like, this is more than the last one. This is more Bastion effect. Bastion's specialization affects all of Bastion's uh, biotic abilities. This nemesis affects two of uh, the distortion abilities. Warp and Crush are completely unaffected by it, as far as I can tell. Well, except for the Master one, but... Huh. The, uh, master one affects, point, the master one affects all abilities. That is a good point. Well, I mean, you can make them unable to regen health for ten rounds, I guess, if you're taking yeah, it like yeah, that. No, um, because it, it, it is. It, or, yeah, because uh, warp does last. For the, the I don't find that very rounds. useful. No, I don't. I either. don't find that very useful. Uh, you don't find, crush you don't find the inability to heal brutal. for ten rounds. No, I think five rounds is brutal that, enough. <laughs> if you wanted to do that, um, you could just. Uh, use warp again because that is a um, cheaper or well um, yeah it's it's probably it's probably cheaper um, than uh, like waiting and then redo it like it's <clears throat> you're doing more damage if you warp them again so that's what you want to do rather than just extend the duration of warp you want to hit them with warp again and that will reset the five five yeah. round count yeah so that's not really that doesn't that doesn't it doesn't factor in really, um, and crush is ignored completely as far as I can tell. Yep. Yeah, crush is just ignored completely. So that's that's your master ability and your specialization in your class thing is ignoring it. It okay. just may as well not exist. So Nemesis needs to have some reworking done. <clears throat> I think that's fair. I'm not sure how good the master ability is. I look at it and suspect that it might not be good enough. I don't know. I don't understand it quite well enough, I suppose. What does Disrupt I'm not Magic sure do again? It breaks the spell that's active. I don't know if it's good enough of a master ability. <clears throat> Something like that would to, to terminate your activation, like your, your annihilation field. Uh, loads of I, I'm anyway. not saying it's not, not useful. I, as I said, I don't know how good it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure there are others. Is, I mean, yeah, there were some other. That, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. The, that's the point of this because otherwise, you you guys would never. We would never be able to talk about it because you got none of you are in depth currently. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was one, but I got better. <laughs> Actually, I would consider moving the, uh, the maybe maybe if you want the master ability, you might move it to a lower level. I mean, to a novice or journeyman ability, maybe. That seems an option. Yeah, I, I would personally ditch the journeyman ability, make it the make the master ability the journeyman, and then give the master something better that affects the whole class. Okay. Well, um, should we move on to the that, next? Yeah, primal. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next one, uh, which is primal. I think primal's the next one. I think yeah. it is. Nemesis primal. Uh, primal is one of the destruction. ones. Destruction is, is the destruction focused. Um, novice, you are a conduit of destructive biotic energies. You can now use an activate action to go into a biotic rage, which allows you to spend hit points in place of in, in place of mana points to use biotic abilities. You cannot recover health while in biotic <laughs> rage. I don't know if I like that one at all for any. I reason. would. L I was expecting uh, the journeyman or master ability to give you some further to reference the biotic rage and make it better, but it did. But that was not the case. So, um, uh, so for experience, I'm not sure. Um, I'm yeah. lower levels. This would be really good, but you'd probably die. Um, the no health recovery. I think it's too steep of a cost. For the destruction benefit. powers are expensive. Um, destruction powers are really expensive. I think you could stand, to, as Zagrog says, remove the inability to recover health, and it would probably actually balance out, because then you could use Reeve to keep yourself alive. Okay. Um, it, like, <laughs> destruction abilities are expensive and very, very good. That's why I took them. Um... Uh, you're you're probably like at lower levels. You're probably going to run out of uh, mana quite quickly if you're trying to use dark channel, say, um, or annihilation fields, because annihilation field cost is is punishing on low levels. That you could use it maybe once per session. Um, if you if you're in a, like I'd say doing a dungeon delve or whatever, um, uh, it would you have to really be in dire straits to want to use uh, annihilation field at low level because it's so so expensive. Um, but when you're at the stage we are, I, phew, the novice talent becomes useless because if you're a biotic, you're presumably not wearing armor um, and you're staying at the back and using cover and stuff uh, and this, that, and the other. So you're you're only spending the base costs on your abilities. And I'm a vanguard and I've got 80-something. Um, no, 93 um, uh, biotic points. At level 93. Nine. At level nine, so I yeah. can use nine um, annihilation fields. A session, All right? Um, yeah. So probably remove the you cannot recover. Which health is a lot. That. The reason I had yeah, that I mean, was because like by, the, that. by the time it becomes relevant, um, like early, early levels, yeah. But the reason I had that was because I wanted you to have to break the bio, you know, turn off biotic rage to heal, so that you're not just infinite <laughs> biotics. Um, yeah, I mean, was, that was that was my thing behind um, that was that so you couldn't infinite reeve. So the, the, yeah, the, the thing with that is, is the prime adepts are squishy as all hell, and in order to use, if you're not just staying, if you're wanting to use your abilities like annihilation field and the other things, you need to be up close for that. So you're already putting a, a very squishy class in a what is a dangerous situation for it, 
uh, and you're allowing it to spend its own hit points. So it's probably already going to be in like a... Maybe... Um, Maybe if you had to, you had to spend eight points instead of mana points when you have the rage action, yeah, like you don't have the option. It. Yeah, that would probably be the way I would balance that because it says yeah, it allows yeah. you to. Expand. Yeah, that 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 is that should be you have to. That should be. Yeah, no. So that that's what points. I would do there. Um, journeyman. Uh, in that case, really if you that's, that's do, nice. do force it, then so you. So is let, it let's, let's continue. Let's continue the... reading it. Uh, the journeyman ability: Your destructive powers have yep. grown. Whenever you whenever you use a destruction ability, you may spend an additional five MP to add an additional one d six to the damage dealt. This cost cannot be reduced. Uh, my question is: um, Does that become also penetrating damage, like all the rest of it, or is that just an extra one d six? Yeah, if, 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 if the ability deals penetrating damage, then it's penetrating damage. Just an additional d six to the damage dealt, so it takes on the um, abilities of the damage. Yeah. To template it, I would say increase the damage by 1d6. Then it would better imply yeah. that it's the same right, kind of damage, but... Exactly that. To increase, um, to increase the damage to dealt by 1d6. Increase the damage dealt by 1d6. Okay. Fine, that's that's 5 mana on top of 10 mana to hit 6 people for a... Uh, 3d6 you know, penetrating. 2d6 penetrating. Is the annihilation field 1d6 or 2d6? 1d6. Okay, it's 2d6 penetrating. Um, and the master ability, uh, you're, you have mastered your destructive powers and become a biotic force of nature. You can use the spell stunt lethal spell for four, for four SP instead of five. So lethal spell becomes easier to use. That might be appropriate there. Which then annihilation field for 46. That might be appropriate question mark. <laughs> yeah, on one target, but that one target gets fucked. <laughs> or okay, um, so it's only one like target. One d six. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to while we're here just check in on the um dark sphere thing because as I pointed out last time, that's a confusingly worded power and it sounds yeah, like yeah. it attacks the person that casts it. Dark sphere. You create a swirling vortex of dark energy that moves slowly across the battlefield. Where do I create it? The orb takes up a 4x4 four four yard square, at white it square, and attacks anything within the square or immediately adjacent to it for 2d6 plus willpower penetrating damage each turn. It moves 4 yards per round for 3 rounds. Uh, a dex acrobatics test versus your spell power evades it. Okay. Or evades that attack. So you create it in front of you, and it moves. It attacks when it stops. Uh, or when it passes through you. Nothing in that wording says that. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know. That I, means, these, are, these are things that I need to add in. Yeah. Um, that means that it doesn't hurt people who are directly in front of me. It needs so it attacks anybody that it attacks anybody that it passes through, which means if it, if if you start on if you start inside it, it'll hurt you. What about? But um, there's no people adjacent. Yeah, I, 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 these are all facts that I need to add into the description. You do not need to point them out. Right. <laughs> Like I'm just trying to figure out how it works. Um, no, it actually says no. Anything attacks anything within the square or immediately adjacent to it. It does say that yes. in the description. <laughs> yes. Uh, but so, that includes me. Well, no, in front it's... of me is what I'm. Let me finish describing. <laughs> Something in front of me is adjacent talk. to me. Let me finish describing before you talk. Um, okay. 
You create it in front of you, it then moves. It deals damage to anything it passes through and anything that is adjacent to it when it stops. This needs to be added into the description, but that's how it works. So is that, okay. one, of, is that one of its three rounds of movement, or is that an extra one? Because it says it moves four yards per round for three rounds. So yeah, that would be is one of that his, one of its one rounds round, of movement? Yeah, first okay, round, right. second round, third round. Yeah. Okay, so the operative part being when it stops, stuff happens. Yeah. I think it you might want to when it stops or passes the... over you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Right. Huh. That still needs has to be determined where does it spawn because in does it spawn in front, directly in front of you. Okay. That means does it mean that it's going to hit you? No. Okay. It seems that the adjacency um, thing only takes place once it's had a round of movement, which seems odd. Like, that just sounds weird to me. After it stops, that's where it hits. Yeah. It doesn't actually stop, though, like in in, in game terms, is what I'm saying. It doesn't actually stop, no, but that's when the effect hits. Okay, so it's also saying. The eff- okay, so you're saying the effect hits when it stops, but oh, it's also saying the effect hits when it's when it's passing over something. Okay, so the sphere. Okay, so let me let me describe it to you visually, and you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, the sphere is a it's a it's a large black sphere of biotic energy. Anything inside it as it passes through takes damage. Every couple of seconds, it pulses and lashes out at things around it. So it go. It, Rolls forward, pulses, things around it take damage. Rolls forward, pulses, things around it takes damage. Rolls forward, pulses, things around it takes damage. So anything in okay. it and around so, it when it pulses ah, take So damage. they are separate. So yeah, there's the rolling damage and then there's the pulse damage, although they st- those oh, don't stack. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's affecting things that are inside it and affecting things that are around it when it pulses. Oh, can that stack? If, some, if it, it rolls no, over it doesn't, something... It doesn't stack, no. Okay. Okay. Right. So that means that um, that's really confusing because that means that when it's moving, people that are adjacent to it don't take damage. When it stop, where, yeah, where they, it stops at the end is when unless, they take damage. So it moves four yards. Yeah. And, and then, then it stops and pulses. Is, anything that is adjacent to it at that four-yard point takes damage. Then it moves four more yards. Anything and adjacent then it to it that one takes four. To, yeah. Okay. I understand. So if you've got two lines of people that are, um, let's say, uh, four yards apart, or five yards apart, should we say? Let's say five yards apart. Um, they're, they're in two columns, and I cast the thing in the middle. It hits person four, uh, three, four, and five. Then it moves stop and it moves on, and it hits person seven, eight, and nine. Then it moves on and it hits person eleven, twelve, and thirteen, and it moves on. So persons um, one, uh, five, eight. I, I've forgotten what my my number is. <laughs> but it, it it basically every four yards it skips a person. If they're not in those in two this, columns, if, if they're not in a direct line, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So there, there is a safe, there is a safe zone. 
like slightly no, off to one side space. and yeah there's, there's a safe, a safe space. space i don't there's see a, a problem it's just it's just it's just it's just really the, hard to put into words how that ability, works yeah yeah that's so you can see why it's confusing the way i wrote it because i'm trying to figure out how to efficiently describe this um I'll, 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 I need to fix the wording on that, but that's that's something we've known. All right. Uh, so primal. Moving on. You're moving on for primal pure biotic. Um, pure biotic you, uh, is the telekinetic uh, specialization. Uh, the novice ability, your telekinetic power is unparalleled. Throw and pull now affect targets equal to your willpower within a six yard radius of your target. So mass pull, mass throw. Um, okay. Journeyman, you are able to exert precision control over your powers. You can use throw and pull on allies safely, causing no damage to them. Right. And Master, you have mastered control of your biotics. You can use the spell stunt fast casting for three instead of four. Okay. That sounds hilarious. Seems neat. And that's, uh, I think that's the last of the adepts. So the adepts are meant to be very sort of specific focus into that type of uh, that type of spellcasting. Um, so let's just hang on. So let's say uh, a pure biotic adept has a six-yard throw and can do um, 2d6 plus willpower to every target within six yards and also throw them away equal to uh, well, equal to twice their willpower. So wait, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, I'm just putting it into numbers. So, uh, a... Twice their willpower. This is what Throw says. If they fail, they'll launch a, de a distance oh, equal oh, to twice yeah, your willpower. Yeah, okay, okay. Sorry, I, I thought I was mishearing. Okay. Oh. Um, so Throw knocks them twice their willpower, so let's say eight, eight yards or whatever, and take 2d6 plus four. Yep. So that sounds good to six targets. That's, that's pretty cool. No, it, would, um, it would be four targets. Whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the six yard thing there. That's why it's confusing. Uh, journeyman. The journeyman one's the interesting one here. Um, again, you do run into the uh, the problem I had with Nemesis, which is that this only affects two of the powers, and it's worse on this because those two powers are the same power. Like, throw and pull are the only thing that this specialization affects, yeah. apart from the master, obviously. Um, and lift and slam are just there sort of, like, completely unaffected mm -hmm. by you being the specialization that's supposed to specialize you into this, this biotic ability. Yeah. I don't see... Okay, the fact that the novice also affects only only those things, then, yeah, that's a bit of an issue. I don't have a problem yeah, with the journeyman ability being only for... Yeah. Well, that wouldn't make sense to um, slam or lift your allies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The journey well, ability, I don't, I don't have might a make sense. Lift might make sense for uh, like an exploration style thing. Like you could lift someone up and look over things or. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Maybe. You, that lift doesn't um, do any damage, anyways, so you can already do that. Yeah, 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 but like, yeah. My thinking is we would allow the person to gain more control over their lift and have them like lift someone way up while they're still standing or able to able to act, which I, could be interesting. I would still, con I, I don't think that would be possible because you know you're 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 suddenly free floating. Seems in space. difficult. You, Seems when, you're, difficult. when you're free floating in space, you're going to be considered prone no matter what. 
okay. Well, because you can't really push off against anything to dodge. No, not, not to dodge. It's just to to act. It's, it's it's. I was working on the the wording here, which is that you wield buttocks as an extension of yourself, and an ex- I I can lift people up, so an extension of myself can lift people up. Yeah. And lift. Can um, lift but that's just. Up. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I I could put my hands on someone's feet and lift them up above my head. Is what yeah. I was thinking there. Um, they, so they, and they, they can still then. They they still they can still shoot at. Well, yeah, they can, you can shoot when you're lifted, you just can't dodge. Knocked prone doesn't oh, mean really? you can't act, it just means you can't dodge. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was different. Okay. Knocked, knocked, yeah, prone, so, means, um, knocked prone means you cannot dodge. That's all ideally, I would like it to affect also uh, lift and slam in some way. Right. We'll figure it, so we need to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I agree. The specialization, these edit specializations only affecting half their uh, half their like school spells is a bit of a... Okay. Yeah. Alright, so the adept, the adept specialization need a little bit of work. Yeah, uh, to be wider. Because so they yeah. are just specializations within the specialization, yeah. kind of. So, overall, um, we've talked for three and a half hours. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have, we haven't even gotten into some. Uh, I got it into. I don't like how we. I don't like how much time we spent on the old system when there are stuff about the new system. We yeah, that is more relevant. Yeah, that's fair. We'll probably do another one. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do two or three more of these. Um, I could talk at length about the uh, Vanguard that I've built. This is, yeah, because this is this is sort of a this is sort of a thing that needs to happen over the course of several episodes of this. So we, we will come back and talk more about more about things uh, uh, the the, the playtest as a playtest. So don't 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 feel like we're going to miss things. Um, I before before we finish before we wrap up this campaign, I want to have. Uh, a, a documented ep- a couple of episodes where we just talk about problems and fixes. So um, we will do this again. Um, but so thank you all very much for listening to this little process. Uh, this one, uh, I know, I know. There's a segment of you that are going to be really interested in this episode. There's a segment of you that aren't going to be interested at all in this episode. So I apologize for those of you that wanted more space fight action. Um, but my jaw was wisdom teeth really killing me. So. Um, thank you all very much for listening. We uh, we have been Final Show Films. Uh, you can find all the stuff that we do at our website at finalshowfilms.com, and you can also support us at patreon.com/fsfilms. We are only able to keep doing what we're doing thanks to the generous donation of our patrons. Uh, you can be just as generous as Antitonic and Chris Comfort, our two twenty-five dollar uh, patrons, one of whom is in the room with us. Um, by uh, by going to our Patreon, even a dollar helps. Any amount of any amount of donation helps us greatly, and we really appreciate it. So thank you all very much, and. We will see you all next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Hello. Goodbye.